Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Each and every single week, Sarge McCluskey joins me. How's it going, bro? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Another week. <laughs> so, those another of you, week. those of you that don't know, we've moved over, we were on Twitch a long time ago, we moved to Mixer, Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming, and now we're back over on twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming so if you're listening or watching on 30 and still gaming live that's where we are we're over on twitch.tv uh if you also can listen to the past broadcasts we br- we take these put them up on youtube we take these up on youtube and we uh, uh you can watch them there you can also listen to the audio versions of this podcast over at anchor.fm itunes google play spotify and many other platforms so you can watch them or listen to them there as well on today's show We're going to be talking about Star Wars, not just the EA live event Star Wars thing that we just watched, but we're going to talk about Star Wars, a little bit of rumors about Star Wars. We're going to talk about Destiny a little bit. We're going to talk about the EA live play event. We're going to talk about PlayStation 5, not in any particular order here, but these are all the things we're going to be talking about, and we're going to rant along the way. So we also talk about games that we've played. So I'm going to bring up a a game that I played. Uh, we'll 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 start off with that, Sarge. Let me see if I can get my uh, my past broadcast up. Uh, let's see, video producer. I I gotta get used to I gotta get used to this again. Where did I play? Here it is. <clears throat> All right, so I played a game called Among Trees, and I have to say it's actually pretty pretty good. Let me, let me, uh, it, it's a survival game and there wasn't, there's not much to the game right now, but this is what it looks like. It's, it's a, it's a beautiful looking game. My, my son was playing with me, uh, on this one. Uh, the art style of this game is really cool. Uh, it's really basic as of right now. Like there's, I want to say maybe 10 things that you can like go hunt for as far as like berries and mushrooms and and different things and you go back and you have to build up this house or this cabin and you keep expanding these these rooms it's a survival game there's not many things there's bees that attack you there's a giant bear that attacks you uh other than that there's not really much in the game it's a really short game as of right now there's a lot to it once you dig deeper into it like the crafting materials and such this is pre-alpha. This is not even alpha, right? This is pre-alpha, so this game is going to take a really long time to get out. I, I would I would compare this to Minecraft way back when, when I played Minecraft originally in like 2000, end of 2008, 2009, I played it, and I played four bucks for it. I paid six dollars for this. Uh, I already got my money's worth. I played way over six hours of it. It's it's a nice little tranquil game. If you're looking for like a survival game, it's uh, 
not too, you know, it's it's very laid backish. It's, it's a nice little game. Like I said, the the graphics and stuff are, are are really nice looking. Very vibrant. I'm playing on a lower very, setting. Very dark. Is the whole game dark? No, like it, that? it's dark. I'm I'm fast forwarding right now. It, it's mostly like this, right? So the day the daytime is it's is, like, is yeah. like this. Yeah, it's, uh, look at yeah, that. it's a great That's game. Awesome. That great windowsill. Yeah. That that bed in the corner. That looks good. I got it. I got it for six dollars because it's on the Epic Store only. I know a lot of people don't like it to be on the Epic Store, but I got it on the Epic Store. And I had a ten dollar, um, I don't know, free ten dollars from Epic, and I was like, I don't ever play games on Epic, so I was like, eh, sure, I'm interested in this. I'll, I'll I'll support them and stuff. So you go around, you craft stuff. It's a survival thing. You have to eat constantly. Hardcore is really hardcore. I didn't I didn't I played it for a little bit. Your your meters constantly dropping super fast. Um, get to explore a lot of stuff. At night, you start to freeze. Uh, you go in the water, you freeze. So you're up, you're up in north somewhere. The map is pretty big. I haven't even explored the whole map yet. Um, but I like. Are it. the items are the items and things on the map randomly generated every time you start the game? No, as of right now. So once you pick them up for that day, they're gone. Okay, but once you sleep and wake back up, they'll be in the vicinity again. So if you chop a tree down, I think it takes like two days. If you're growing your own food in your greenhouse, it spoils within two days. Um, lots of stuff to take and then create other things. Like you have to make upgrades of the wood, upgrades on the, on the tools and stuff like that. Uh, they're constantly upgrading stuff on their on their their site, so you can go to their the release notes and look at it. Again, pre-alpha, pre-alpha. It's not yeah, alpha. So I'll see. You, I'll see you in two years. Yeah, at least two I'll years. See you in like two years. So. But it's a little game. There's little caves hidden everywhere, and inside there's like blueprints. You find like an uh, the blueprint for the axe, blueprint for the tent, blueprint for the uh, for the pickaxe, and, and and type of stuff like that. There is a bear that I get mauled by. He's gigantic. Um, I don't I don't get to see him here with my son, but he, basically the bear is indestructible. You can't you can't take the axe and hit him or anything. He senses you, and that's it. If he senses you, you can't get away from him. You're you're pretty much done. Uh, overall, though, I think it's a fun little game uh, to play. So if you're looking for a, a survival game and you're interested in something like this and you like to support independent developers, go check it out. It's called Among Trees. And that, that's it. It's a, it's a nice little nice little relaxing type game if you like those type of games. Uh, other than is that, that a good soundtrack or is this nature sounds? No, the, na- no the, the soundtrack's very like tranquil. Very tranquil. People came in, they're like, wow, this soundtrack's really good. But it's like super like... Like go smoke a joint and play this game. You'll be you'll you you'll enjoy except it. when you get attacked by the bear and you have a freaking heart attack. I got it. Yeah, even though in the bear, let me see if I could find the when the bear attacks me. Is the does the bear look like Smokey the Bear? No, he's gigantic. He he's. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I could find it. Like he really he really is. This huge freaking bear. Santos, there's no need to do comparisons. Yeah, <clears throat> better than Minecraft. Come on, man. Better than Minecraft? I mean, come on, man. The only way I can compare it to Minecraft in that way is 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 it better than Minecraft when I played the pre-alpha of Minecraft? And I would say yes, it's better than Minecraft in the pre-alpha form. Okay. Oh, the music. Um, here I can I can I think I'm playing the music. I don't I'm know pretty I'm... sure a recording of a of a song from a radio on a cassette tape is better uh, than the Minecraft music. 
because the Minecraft music was like just this little dinging noise in the background. Yeah, you can't hear it. It comes <laughs> in and comes out every Have once in a while. <laughs> yeah, uh, here, quiet. See if you can listen to it. Hey, no problem. I'm going to be back. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be on Twitch uh, full time starting Friday. I'm going to be it's, going it's back to Mixer. It's just very, very week, tranquil. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week. I said quiet. Show to uh, just announce to everyone that I'm moving back over here. So, yeah, anyway. It's a, it's, it's a nice little soundtrack. Is it elevator music with a hint of hip hop? It's probably just elevator music. Yeah, it's 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 a nice it's a nice little feel though. I like it. It's a it's a it's a nice little it's a nice little game. Minecraft music can bring the world to peace. I, look, I, I love Minecraft. I, I play it, I play it pretty much every day with my son. We we play. He's got this giant world, which that's a whole other story. I should probably talk about. Okay, I, I, this is a great segue. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it right now. So my son broke his iPad. Right, he's been playing. Like he cracked the screen and stuff, so it's not responding or anything anymore. So we purchased another iPad, and now I have to get his files from Minecraft off of that iPad to the other iPad. Okay. Now I only had to do this one other time because something was wrong with it, and it was like corrupted. And I thought he lost everything. So if you have a kid that's playing Minecraft for two and a half years on an iPad, and he made this giant world. You got to save the world. Otherwise, you're going to have a very, very sad child, okay, if you delete his world. So one day this week, I for six hours, and this is not an exaggeration, for six hours, I was trying to transport his world from one iPad to the other with him looking over my shoulder going, don't, don't delete my world, Dad. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to delete your world. He's like, I've worked really hard on it. You can't, you can't. And I'm like, all right, all right. I'm not going to delete your, your game. I'm going to save your game. Six hours of this, okay? Yeah, save the world. Save the cheerleader, save the world. So I downloaded multiple programs to do it. And every single time I did this, it got corrupted and it wouldn't let me save it. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I got to save this kid's, I got to save this kid's world. Right, he's just getting upset just thinking about that his world. He's like, he's like, but I made this and this and this, and I'm like, all right. So I had to buy Minecraft Realms. All right, I had to subscribe to Minecraft Realms. Okay, so right now we have a, a month subscription of it. You can get Minecraft Realms. So if you're a parent out there and you're looking to save your kid's game, because there's got to be other people out there that are like in the same situation. First, make sure they have an iCloud backup of it, just in case. Okay, just yeah, in case always, something happens. Always. Okay. Two, Minecraft Realms saved it. Okay, so I paid, I paid uh, three ninety nine. I think it's a two ninety nine or three ninety nine for Minecraft Realms, and I da- uploaded it to the realm, and then I went to the new iPad and then downloaded it. Okay, and then I downloaded it to the new iPad. Now I did this six hours of this to get it fixed. I open it up. And the first thing he notices, he goes, where's my armor? And I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean, where's your armor? He's like, I don't have my armor. He's like, and he brings the old iPad back and he says, look, I have armor here. I'm like, yeah, but this is the same world. I said, but now you're a new character in this world, right? And he's like, and I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 you're fine. Everything's the same. I'm like, look, look here, here's new armor. It's not the same, dad. And I'm like, I'm like, oh God. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freak out here. Like, I was, I was 
devastated. He, he, he can bring he can bring he can bring anything he wants to the universe. He's got it on sandbox. He can invent whatever he wants. I know I mean, it's not the same. Yeah, I know. But he, to to the to the five year old, right? He was yeah, like, I get it. He was like, "Where's my armor?" It was enchanted. Like it was it was it was hilarious. I was just like, "I just saved your world. It took me six hours to get it yeah. over to this thing, and you're worried about armor that you could just craft out of thin air, right?" That that was yeah. That sounds like a, that sounds like a Destiny player. <laughs> it sounds like a destiny player he sounds like a destiny player yeah you would have been bummed about it too I, i'm telling you it was it was earth shattering when you have a, a, a fight he he jumped to conclusions right away right when when i couldn't do it i was like i don't know if i could save your world he's like just tears he's like two years he's like i'm five i started when i was three and i was like i was like oh my god i was like okay okay i'll get it like <laughs> i listen, i give i give him points he can do math Okay, that's that, that's about as far as I'm going to take that one. He can do one, math. I'm one minute to this kid is like a, uh, an eternity. If you tell him one minute, he's like, how long is a minute? Like, he doesn't know time, but he knows when he was three, and he knows that he's five now, okay? And he knows he's been playing since then. Hey, listen, the math's good. Math's good. I hope it yeah. sticks. Math's good. So that was my, my Minecraft adventure that, that Santos brought up, uh, that Minecraft. So it hit a, hit a strum. Uh, other than that, I've been playing Destiny again, a lot of Destiny, since uh, since the the announcement of last week, I'm enjoying it, but I'm enjoying it more now because like brains playing, you're playing. We played with Fame and Wet last night and, and did some stuff. Shifty's with us now. Like we're just playing with a group of friends, and it feels much better, even though it's the same, the same, right? They haven't they haven't improved anything not, or anything not, like not the same, bro. Right? Well, it's not, not the, the same. same. You're right, same. but it, it it feels much better. Uh, playing Destiny now uh, than it did in the past. Did they? Did they um, bring out the next? Yeah. Okay. Here it is. We we can bungee. Did they? Did they do anything? Or are they just talking about uh, another patch in the pipe? This week has been pretty active for the terms of patches. On Monday, they changed the made to require players to requeue to forges in hopes of removing uh, ideal players from the active from the activity. Tuesday, we had some fixes. For the Go Live Energy Umbral Engrams today, Hotfix 2.9.0.1 went live and fixes the sprint cancellation in the lighthouse and more, but we aren't done yet. And the hot and the hotfix is planned for next week. We're processing of finishing up some uh, testing passes, and here are a few things that you can expect. They're fixing the targeting control of remapping. They had issues with the double tapping of buttons. They had issues with weapons don't fire when pulling the trigger, and issues when uh, storm trace would sometimes not function. Fix an issue with the um, Wither uh, Horde de uh, deals extensive amounts of damage to various bosses. Fixes an issue where solo uh, completions of Prophecy Dungeon does not unlock an associated triumph. Fixes an issue where various reward sources are dropping at 750. Um, other than that, actually, they, I, I I got some I got two cents to put in on that. Right, I, had, I, went, I, was, I was using my Warlock. Right, and then when I was doing the public event, and I activated my storm trance, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't cast it right away. And I watched my super energy start to dwindle, and I, and I wasn't casting it. I was kept pulling the trigger. and I'm like, what's going on? So I'm not sure if that's officially fixed yet. Okay, because it happened to me after the patch went through in four o'clock or five o'clock this afternoon. Uh, so I'll, I'll get on again. I'll try it again. I'll see what happens. Well, I'm glad they fixed the cancellation of the sprinting. I know, I know it sounds so stupid, but like when you when you play the game and you're like push down on the left analog to run, right? Sometimes when you are you hit it again, it shouldn't do anything, right? But now it canceled the run. Like, canceling runs is just don't push forward. It'll stop running, right? 
but sometimes if you're a button masher like me, sometimes I hit it a couple times and it cancels it, and then I've been dying a lot because I can't jump across because the momentum is killed, right? So they fixed right. that. Uh, they fixed the prime engrams on the warlock turning into hunter gear. Oh, did they? Was that an actual thing? Did I did I miss that in the? Uh... I don't know if I uh, I don't think that's in the thing, but. Uh, Duplis, okay, Luke Smith announced that they're bringing back the Hawkmoon in September, and they're taking away its unique perk. I forget what the unique perk for, for the Hawkmoon was. What what uh, what was the unique I'm perk for to, Hawkmoon? I'm trying to remember, man. Chat, what was for it? Me, you say me, they fixed the me, double tap problem? Time ago. Yeah, but it's it, in here, it, it says right here that they fixed the, the cancellation. So they, they fixed the cancellation of the double tap when you when you push down. So that's that's the sprint cancellation. I don't I don't remember. Luck in the chamber. <clears throat> Here here's the thing. I, you know you know where me and Sarge stand about bringing guns back, right? I've always fought for don't take my guns away. Let me let me keep my guns throughout the whole thing. Year six, I still want to use the same fate bringer, and it, I want people to look at it and go, "Wow, you've had the fate bringer since year one." Yes, everyone's like, "Well, why would you want to use the same gun?" And then here they are bringing back the Hawk Moon and bringing back all this other stuff. If you don't, if here's, here's the, here's the end, here's the end example, right? So they're eventually going to bring back all the guns. So eventually we'll get Gallahorn. The question is, will it be the same? Get Gallahorn. Well, no, will it be the same though? The question is, well, they'll take away the dragon rounds or they'll make the dragon rounds so insignificant. It'll be like watching fireworks. Right. Right. I have a, I have a Gallahorn light sort of, I have a cluster bomb, uh, epoch, I think it's called. And uh, when I shoot it, it, it does good damage, and then it goes, it like spreads the cluster bomb. But the cluster bombs don't really do that much damage. They really don't do that much damage. But it's well, nice I'm to sure, see the big explosion. I'm sure when someone gets bored, one of the Dust community will do the cluster bomb like evaluation, and he'll show you the damage that cluster bombs do, and then com- we'll complain to Bungie. They'll turn it up a little bit. Right. See, I always, th- I always thought that the rocket launcher ammo should be in direct proportion to how many shots you actually get. Now, that's not counting if you have mods on that let you drop more ammo, okay? I'm talking about just the ammo of the standard rocket launcher, right? So I would think Gallahorn would only get three shots, right? Three. Right. But the three shots is the max damage that it used to do back in D1 with the dragon rounds. So you get three shots like that, right? But that's it. So you have to get either more ammo to pick up to get more damage. But if you have, like, six shots, then the, the rocket launcher does a little less damage. That was That would be my take on it but of course any gun that does really well everyone gets to enjoy for about a month right and then we've got to tweak it right we got to tweak it a little bit because we can't have people running around with an awesome gun we have to have people running around with mediocre guns that they think are awesome that's the better way to Here, do it. here's the thing I, I love people and this is just my speculation i'm not saying bungie's actually doing this but it feels like they're doing this right so the the wither horde right now i know it's it's bugged and it's doing damage on the bosses that it's not supposed to, but a gun like this comes across every season, right? I shouldn't say once a year or every couple seasons. A gun like this comes back when the numbers drop, right? Because Bungie was on the this past season, the the, the last season was garbage, right? It, it was trash, okay, uh, and. the The player base was dropping. Trials is not doing good. It's, they completely took it away. This season, they give you this rocket launcher if you're a season pass holder, right? The very first thing. It's the very first level one, boom, get this thing. And it's awesome. It feels so good. 
it's such a fun gun. And that's another reason I think I'm enjoying myself. I have a good good little roll right now going. I have my, my Witherhorn, then I have my Gnawing Hunger, and then I have my Sword, okay, which I'm waiting to get the Guillotine Sword at level 32. But... I have this like lineup going on right now, and I'm having a I'm having a blast. I'm having a blast with uh, with this uh, th- this run, and they're gonna nerf. You know they're gonna nerf this this rocket launcher. Not just the bug that's happening with the with the bosses, but they're gonna nerf this in some shape, way, or form because everyone's gonna want to come back and go. Oh, it's actually fun. Come on in, guys. The water's great, and everyone everyone's like, I'm coming in, right? And they come in, and then they finally get in there, and then two weeks later, they're like, Oh, they nerfed it. I feel I feel like it was Bungie. A kiddie pool. Yeah, I feel. You, you, you want me to get into the kitty pool? <laughs> I I feel Come like on. Bungie sometimes is the old man or woman that's like, get off my lawn! Like if you're having right. fun, and yeah. it's like it's like yeah. why? It's like every yeah. think about every time the Destiny community and I, the Destiny community is the best community. If you don't know, go check out GCX Marathon right now. They're the best. Right? They've raised over $5 million or close to it, right? If I'm not mistaken, their goal is $5 million. Last time I checked, they're like 4.8 or whatever it was. They're, they're a great, great family, great community. But every time this community has fun with a, with a, with a gun or a game mode or something, they're like, no, no, no. You're getting too much loot. Nerf. Oh, that gun's too powerful. Nerf. It's like this is the nerf. Here's a here's a rocket launcher. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely it's def, Bungie has definitely become the the overprotective parents that don't let anyone have any fun. What's right? Right. Right. You don't you don't you're not allowed to get the M80 or the bottle rockets. You get a sparkler. I don't want a sparkler. I just had bottle rockets. Right. Like you're gonna hurt yourself with the bottle rockets. Here's a sparkler. <laughs> it's much safer. Here, kid, take this. Like, don't, we don't, we don't, want, we don't want you to hurt yourself. We don't want you to hurt yourself with that. I don't want a sparkler. Right. It's 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 funny. It, it's it's. I, I just feel like sometimes Bungie is that get off my lawn, get off my lawn, kids. Yeah, but it is. But it is that way. It is get off my lawn. It just it's just how it is. It's been that way for a while. Like. You just have to watch the the process as it repeats. What what's your guess on the on the patch on the grenade launcher? You think it's going to make it to the end of the month? Well, I, I do, you th- do you think it's going to make it? To, that's that's my question. Do you think it's going to be the end of the month? You're not talking about you're not talking about the bug fixing they're doing for the for the for the grenade launcher. You're talking about the grenade launcher. I'm talking about the damage capabilities of that grenade launcher. Well, right now, do they, well, it's having more capabilities it? because of a bug that's doing damage yeah. to things, right? So I, I, I'm just confused if we actually know what the actual power is once they take once they fix that bug, if it still feels as good, right? And then if right. it still feels good, are they going to nerf it more? I, I think once they fix this bug, it might fix the gun, and it, maybe it won't feel different to us, but at the same time, we're like, oh, we can't melt bosses anymore type of thing, right? Right. Well, if, if, if said gun speeds up content then it must be nerfed that's the destiny rule of thumb right so if you can nuke if if everybody runs the grenade launcher and you can melt bosses then i don't think it's going to make it to the end of the month before they patch it yeah if it's still doing damage i think it'll give it another week maybe two weeks and then they'll 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 nerf it a little bit the question is how would they nerf it i don't know maybe well let's less ticks less ticks because right now it does 19 ticks yeah, Bungie's not known for their subtlety no, when it comes to nerfing a gun. They'll, they'll, they'll maybe right now it does nineteen ticks. If you shoot somebody with it, because you could shoot someone, and they absorb it, and then you could shoot it on the ground. They also so it's like double damage going on, right? right. 
I don't know. Like ten, they, tick, ten ticks. What, what's what's the new bug now, uh, Buck? What, what what does it do now? I believe the gun is going to be the same. They're just fixing the boss that it bugs on against. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> I don't know. I, just... I I feel like it's it's murdering a lot of bosses a lot faster. Is what I'm saying, and I don't think Bungie wants that to happen. You know, in in that way, because you can only you can only create one pool, maybe only one pool, maybe that's maybe the, maybe right, maybe it's either absorbed or on the ground type of thing. It yeah, can't be on both. Like that. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you put it in Discord. All right, let me check it. Let me check it. <clears throat> da, 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 da. Uh, where did you put it in Discord? I just, I just hate to see. I hate to see something cool go away so quickly, just from people just trying to have fun with it. Oh, I see. I it. mean, I, I give it a little. I give it a little time. I, but I don't think it's gonna make it to the end of the month. All right. I mean, so, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be. I'll be honest with you. I haven't fired so it yet. You... All right. Hold on. We're gonna. We're gonna check this. Buck. Buck just sent it to me. We're gonna. We're gonna look at it you here. Know, whenever you. I'm gonna go ahead and pull my own real quick, just to get a fresh test. As you know, whenever you shoot an enemy and stick them, it does the pool of damage over time, and that is three, one, seven, eight for us. I'm gonna go ahead and kill this ogre. It's like hello, Mr. Ogre. Very quickly. And I'll show off the glitch. So as you can see, we did 300 or 3,178, something like that. So if you stick with a direct impact and then swap to mountaintop, you'll see you get about double the damage on your tick. What? And All right. Damage, <laughs> as you can see here, now I just want to 9,500 because it is also multiplied by Well of Radiance. What? That's crazy. So something else cool you can do with this is if I go you can't do it on console though i'll tell you that and i'm just gonna go ahead and kill this guy you have to have a pc actual. with ssd you ain't doing that on console yeah that's that's yeah, madness okay. i'm gonna go ahead and make a fresh one step out something else cool you can do with this is because you're swapping your wither horde out for a legendary that's mad go ahead and hit in swap to mountaintop and then swap down to anarchy Oh Eugene my god. The stick damage. You can yeah. see both the 7000s and yeah. the <laughs> and it just absolutely bakes anything that you see. <laughs> that that is that is nuts. So wait, do they have to does that mean they have to does that mean they have to nerf mountaintop again? That that means well, they're going to now this is a completely different bug now that you just that you just showed us. Okay. That's, that's because how how fast it's only on PC because there's no way console. Even if you have an SSD on console, <clears throat> to 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 pause menu right to pause menu, so it goes Sarge is down. Sarge is down to to pause the menu and then go into that. That's completely. I guess I should switch to PC then. <laughs> right, Rain's like that's it, guys. I'm sorry, I'm not playing anymore. I'm going to PC. That's insane. That's insane. That's that bug right there will alone change the gun. Right, they're gonna yeah. have to do something to it now, because there's... I think it's getting it's getting to Lesto. That's it. Oh God, yeah. don't say it, Sarge. You got you got to pull it off the shelf. It's it's got it's gonna be it, to Lesto. Oh pull God, it pull it down a little bit. We'll talk about. It I later. have a question though. Do you think because they put it they hey they put it in level one in the season pass? Don't you think? Right. Don't you think they should leave it in the game until next season? I think they should leave it in the game until next season. Then they can do a little small sunsetting with it into the new into the new stuff, right? Yeah, it's that's that's going away, bro. It, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be like this. 
Oh, I don't, I don't know what happened. It's oh, just, God, it'll yes. just be, it'll, it'll just be grayed out. It'll just be grayed out. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened. Right. Okay. So this brings another question up. This is why I love this show. We get stuff like this. Thank you, Buck, for for putting that in, and bringing it to our attention. Thanks for the hand grenade, right. Buck. So, so does this mean they don't test their guns? Does this mean I don't want to put a blanket statement on like they don't test anything? Right, but does this mean they don't test their guns properly before they release something out to the season? They're just getting it out and going, "Oh, it's a cool grenade launcher. Here you go. It's, it's legendary. Pre-order. Yeah, season pass or whatever." Right? Look, I don't, I, I don't want to say definitively, definitively that they don't test, but all the signs that we've seen over the years point to they don't really test too well. Right. That that's how I'll say that. I mean, how does something like I this? I don't I don't think that they don't test. <laughs> but I don't I don't think that I don't think they test enough to warrant. I mean, because anybody, anybody who's got the stats in their head, if you know the guns you have and you know what kind of powers you have, like just a normal player, somebody who's been playing from the beginning and you know what kind of mods you want because it does a certain thing when you do a certain thing. That's the mindset of a gamer. I would think that the guy who's making the game would have some level of that thinking. So if you have a gun on, you have these certain things on, that you would try these things because your mission when you make a gun in the game is, it's a great gun. Let's try to break the game. And they sit down and they try to break the game on purpose. Like That's part of the testing process, right? Do I think that they do it? Sure. Do I think that they do it well? No, I don't. I don't think Bungie tests their guns well. That is our job. Our job, because we're such a good community, our job is to test the guns and ride ourselves out and then get the gun taken away from us. It's almost like being right. the kid at home right. who's really good, and then you're punished anyway. Dad, I stole $20 out of your wallet. Thanks for being honest. You're welcome, Dad. No TV for a month. <laughs> like it doesn't matter if you it right. doesn't matter that you trying to do the right thing. It just matters that we're gonna get this gun out of the we're getting this gun out of here. Yeah. Like okay. No, you're right. There you're right, chat. They're, they are gonna fix it. They're gonna fix it pretty fast. This is before this glitch. I was talking about before what was just brought to our attention. They yeah. should just that that glitch that's happening right now, or glitch, or if the gun's OP, they should just leave it in this in for the season. But now that that's put up there. How how does the player base how does the player base figure that out? They're like, hey, I'm gonna shoot a, I'm gonna shoot a weapon real fast, and then I'm gonna switch weapons real fast and see what happens, right? But, but that's what people do. Come no, on, man. No, no, I get it. But how come Bungie doesn't get it? Do you see what I'm saying? How does the player base keep finding stuff like this, but yet Bungie doesn't? Because we're talking about millions of players fucking around with stuff as opposed to a testing team of like 15 or 20 guys. I listen, I get it. What, what I will use in defense of this gun is the one-eyed mask. How long did that go on for? Oh. Right? Yep. The one-eyed mask was around forever before someone said, hey, you know what? Maybe we should take this down. Like, that thing was on forever. So I guess it just depends, right? Because one-eyed mask was more of a PvP thing than a PvE thing. Right. So it let it rot there for a while. But if it's something that's going to affect the way you play well, this, content and, this, and get it over with, it's Telestoed. We are bringing that off the shelf. Right. It's coming down. It's so, coming down. So here's another thing, though. Okay, so now that they're, they're, there's guns like this in the game and people abuse it, right? So this will get out. 
we're talking about it. Other people are talking about it. More people start to use it. Now, the hardcore people that claim they're hardcore and they love everything about it and they want to challenge yet do stuff like this, and then it's no longer a challenge. They just kind of melt through everything. And then it's the vocal minority that starts to talk about there's no content in the game, there's nothing to do in the game, there's nothing difficult to do about the game because they use glitches like this, like the Warcliff, like this, like, you know what I'm saying? There's all these different things that you can do where... And it's a vicious cycle, right? It's a vicious cycle because someone figures it out. Someone, especially in this day and age with Twitch and Mixer and Facebook and, well, maybe not Mixer because no one's really watching there. But over on Twitch, oh, shots fired! Shots fired! Um, so basically when when things come and, and then streamers start to show the stuff, then more people start to use it. And then when more people start to use it, it becomes the forefront. They They become to the forefront and then more people start doing it. And then it gets nerfed, or then it gets exposed. Then you have the, then you have the two terms of people like, well, thanks, streamer, for ruining our fun, because now they're going to nerf it, but right? That's, but that's what it is. Like, listen, maybe the guy... But, but see, this is, this is the issue. Like, beforehand, like, when people made videos, it was the players making videos for players, right? Telling us a secret, tell us a secret area, tell us a new weapon design, tell us a new place to go, secret area, whatever, right? Now, the... The developers are like, okay, this guy's got three million followers. He's doing a video on a broken gun. Right, Let's right. all watch. Yeah. Right. And so they they know when we know immediately. There's not like this grace period of like a couple of weeks of running amok. Like they know it's immediately. Like, oh, look at this. They, oh no. <laughs> You're not taking off next week. You gotta get this shit done. Like that's 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 what that's how this goes. You can't have that shit run amok. You can't. You can't. Yeah. It's like Tim's like, all right. I'm done with the patch notes. I'll see you guys later. And he's like, hey, hey Tim. Oh, yeah. What happened? Oh, no, they, they glitched it out. Ah, fuck. Yeah, all right. I'm right, going right. to pull they myself back out. up. They glitched it. I'm coming back in. Yeah, that's exactly that's what that's exactly what happened. Yeah, but, but but the one eye but the one eye mask PVP thing was like, meh. Right. It. So like, what's the what's the odds of getting the one eye mask? Well, it's a point two zero six. And how much per percent of the people have it in the game? Uh, not many. All right, just fucking leave it in there, right? Fuck it, leave it in there. This, leave it in there until trials, until it right. matters in trials. Then this, we'll talk. This type of thing is how many people bought the season pass, how many people got right. the gun, how many people yep, leveled up to 32. Everybody. Right. That's, everybody got the that, gun. That's the difference, right? That's the difference. Everybody got the gun, so it's called nerf. Right. Well, <laughs> that's exactly what happened, remember? Galahorn was super powerful. Nobody, you know, do you have do you have Galahorn to do the raid? No, sorry, but What's you, can't, a you, can't, you can't play with sorry. us. Sorry, right? Exactly, <laughs> right? And then and then they're like, "Hey, Zerg is selling Galahorn," but then it was like it was like, it wasn't the same. Nobody knew, right? That, it was nobody it, knew. Yeah, that it wasn't when, the same. When Galahorn, when Galahorn was on sale on Zer in D one, I would say a good seventy percent of the people didn't even have the currency to buy it at that point. It was like week two. It came out like week two or three. There was nobody had the currency. Like only a few people got the currency to buy it. Yeah. And then once they bought it, they were like, yeah. "Dude, dude." Shifty. Yeah. Yeah. The problem with that though is if they if they take if people are listening on the audio version. Let me read the, the question. It says going to end up putting a gear lock when they reach boss rooms. I don't think they'll do that because then if you're being deltaed, right? And let's say you're not doing enough damage, but you could do it, but it would take you longer, but then you die, and then you're you're stuck in this loop, right? You all get wiped, 
you can't change weapons now then you would have to back out and do that that's not the answer i don't i don't think that's the answer to, to lock guns the answer is to fix the fucking thing right that's that's the answer we don't need a band-aid to be like well we're changing the whole game meta now because we're locking everyone's guns when you get to the boss room because we don't know what we're doing and we're gonna we're just gonna we're, that's how we're gonna fix it right like you can't you can't do that i get what you're saying though right but i don't think they get people hated that when you locked your weapons and they're like oh what the hell? I can't change weapons. You're like, I, because it is it is kind of certain weapons do certain things for certain times, you know, in, in situations. And yeah. it is nice to switch your guns. And I try not to switch guns on the Xbox because literally it takes forever. You're like, hold on a second, guys. I got to. Oh, wait, that might, we might make a DMC there. Right. Like you can, you can you can lose two or three guys during a raid if you're switching guns. Yeah, it, it takes forever. <laughs> Even with the SSD, it still it's, it still takes long just to go to your menu. It's like one one thousand, two one thousand, faster thirty one thousand. Like it's it's absolutely excruciating. On PC though, it looks fan fantastic. Just like click click, you can literally switch guns before <laughs> you can switch guns while the guy's getting damaged. Not not over on a not over on our side, not on our side. <clears throat> All right, let's talk about let's let's go to this event. All right, EA EA play. What would you what would you rate the event, Sarge? Now I, I know we watched it through Keeley's stream. Can Keely can I, I have to say, can Keely do something instead of just sitting in the bottom left hand corner and like looking as bored as can be and then every once in a while coming up to the microphone going World's first. First for first time. Like that's that's all he did. That's all he did. I think it was more entertaining watching him watch the video <laughs> than, than actually watching the video. I, listen, I, I always applaud developers that come out with new stuff. I'm glad that they showed some type of gameplay. I thought it was good to get some people on board that stuff's coming out. Everyone get a little excited about it. That's cool. Uh, it, my, my only issue is the fact that I have a bias against EA. So for me... You got to put that aside, Sarge. We're on a podcast right? of professionalism here. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, biased against, I'm biased against EA. So now that have rights sewed up for uh, FIFA and Madden. Okay. They don't even show gameplay yeah. for that stuff anymore. They're just like, look right. at this look at this hype trailer for FIFA and other sports right. games. You didn't, you didn't even see anything yet. You didn't see nothing yet. But I, I do like I do like the indie, independent de independent developers coming out with their games. I like to see what's going on there. I, I enjoy that. I, I thought that was cool. I like to see new things come out. I like to see people try new things. Uh, I love that crazy dude from Beirut. He's, he's a nut job. I love it. He don't. He's making games. He don't care. He don't care what he is. He don't care about nobody. He's like, I'm making game. Right. 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 Like, I like that guy. The guy who did the. Uh, it takes two. It takes two. He he's the guy that when the Metacritic score comes out, he tells everyone to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Right. He's, he's like, like I know I got office. a good game. Right. He's in the office waiting for the Metacritic score, and everybody in the office is like, I I'm gonna take lunch now. I'm going to lunch. Right. And then you, he sees the Metacritic score come out, and you see him like throw a table or something. Fuck them. Right. Like he doesn't care. I, I would like to him to work on Bungie's games. Like I would like him to be the head of of Destiny community. He'd be like, like people are complaining about the strikes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad they're trying to to get the information out that what coming down the and some of this stuff like I, I I think it's interesting that they're coming out with another Star Wars game, right? That 
they took a piece of Battlefront 2 out of the game, tweaked it a little bit, and then sold it back to you for another game. This, I have two now, thoughts here. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, once again, I'm sorry, chat. This is just me talking. I've been around EA a long time. So some of you who don't understand EA, I apologize. So for me, selling a $40 game that's a piece of another game that's just tweaked, okay, is their attempt, and this is this is business talking now, not about gaming, is their attempt to make good oh, yeah. on the fact that they are trying to release another Star Wars game before the licensing deal runs out on EA. They're trying to make they want they they're want trying to Disney make good to know they're, that they're making an yeah, attempt. Yeah. They're they're trying to make good on the deal. So when it's time to re-up for the damn licensing again, that EA gets to keep it again just like the Madden. And right. that's what I don't want. I don't want EA in charge of every fucking Star Wars game. I don't care what game they come out with. Right? That's just me personally. Yeah, so I I, I think it's the exact same thing because we, we, we did a story a couple months ago about how Disney was outsourcing to other companies, right? And EA's like, whoa, 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 Disney, whoa. We just gave you Jedi Fallen Order. That was good, right? Yeah, we we redid Battlefront 2, right? Yeah, yeah. How about this? We'll take the part out of Battlefront 2, and then we'll sell it for $40. No microtransactions. And no microtransactions. No microtransactions. No microtransactions. You, you're, you're leveling up all your way. Hey, hey. And you can play single player. You can play offline. You can play just by yourself with the NPCs. And Disney's like, yeah. They're like, all right, EA, let's see what you got. They're like, oh, oh thank you, Lord Mickey. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Lord Mickey. So they're, they're coming back. Now, like Santo said, right, the game mode community – Mostly did not enjoy. I loved it. I thought the, the fighter assault was actually really good, but it was hard to find people to play with because people just didn't want to play with it, right? So they canceled the game now. We're, we're just off like three weeks of canceling Battlefront 2. There's no support for Battlefront 2 anymore. They did the last patch. You're stuck whatever they have in the game now, right? If you have overpowered things or broken defects, that's it. That's that's it that's for it. the life, okay? Yet they take this, this assault out, put it in its own game, and then resell it to you for $40. Now, looking at his outsider that didn't play Battlefront 2, maybe, looks at this and goes, oh, wow, that's cool. I like that. Oh, okay, so you can customize your character. You can customize your ship. Customizing your character doesn't mean dilly squat when you're always in first person. Let me just tell that to you, okay? If I'm just seeing myself in the menu system and right before the match, they're like, like, they're doing some of this shit. I don't care. That, that's just fluff on the, on the game. Now you're putting... Putting missiles and stuff on the on the on the ship. This is why I said they have to put third person. If I can't see my ship in third person with the different colors, okay, and the different graphics on the side, I don't give a shit. You can say Bro. all the stuff that microtransactions earned in the game. Great. Oh, I can't see it. I can't see it. Bro, I'm telling you right now. You. Can't I get passionate, chat. You can't make a VR title. And by the way, this is the greatest game to put VR with. I agree with that. But you can't make a VR game, make it Star Wars, and tell me you're going to be in third person. It's not going to happen. Bro. Right. EA is not giving you third person in this game. Absolutely not. They are not giving you third person. Not right. if VR is, is dedicated to this game. It, right. You want to be able to see the cockpit. Now, the cockpit is straight out of X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. With better graphics, okay? let's be honest. Straight out. Yeah, no, same, it's the yeah. same thing, though. Yeah. You get what I, what I do like. The they didn't have an Ewok bobblehead, though, Sarge. Yeah. They didn't have that's an Ewok fine. bobblehead Ewok back then. Bobblehead? Yeah, that sounds so awesome. So the the ability to actually do like zero G maneuvers in a starfighter. I, I did like that. To me. I did like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool fact. 
Now, if I get to manipulate the three powers of my ship between guns, speed, and, and shields, shield, yes, and I get to move my ship that way, that's a deciding factor on some kind of cool player versus player. I action. agree. I agree. I give them credit for that. That's fine. However, I know too much, and it's EA. So I'm glad they're making a Star Wars game, but I want EA not to have the license for Star Wars. I, I agree with that. Look, as a channel, and I love Star Wars, I'll probably try to get a code first. And then if I can't get a code, I'll try to get the... I'll, I'll, I'll pick up the game. 40 bucks. I like, I like the Fighter Assault. I just... Look, they know nobody played the other Fighter Assault class. Hence why they lowered it down from as many people could play that game to 5v5, right? Because that's about as much as people they can get into an into a, a lobby to play, okay? That does a whole bunch of stuff. Dedicated servers are less, right? Like, a whole bunch of stuff. Just tighter, tighter I, squadron fighting. Yeah, but see, for me, when you do a 5v5, here's what, here's what I see when I see the game. I see the fighter version of a MOBA. Right, a MOBA is five on five. Yeah. Right, and you have and you have the towers you're supposed to defend, and you have your main base you have to defend, and there's lanes. All right, this is the Starfighter version of it. There's no lanes because it's outer space. Right. Right. There might be lanes depending on what the map looks like. Right. There might be some asteroids in the way, so there might be some type of lanes. However, the secondary ships they are are the towers, and your main ship is your base. It's the same type of format as a MOBA. It's just done in Starfighter combat, like. And by, I did pause it on that screen that showed you all the all the mods for all the ships. Now that looks interesting. Maybe you want to turn your ship into a full blown interceptor. Like I don't know the mechanics, right? But what I will, what I do know is, if those powers are not balanced, then somebody's going to figure out the right combination of stuff to be like the Uber interceptor or the Uber bomber, like that kind of stuff. Like I don't know how the game plays yet. I'm just looking at it from afar and from what I see. It looks amazing. The 10 seconds of gameplay that I did see, it does look good. However, I can't, I can't, my, it's not in my wheelhouse. I apologize it's because I've played all the X-Wing vs. TIE Fighters. I've played all those. I've I got it. I got it playing underneath us while we're, while we're talking about it. Yeah. Like I, I've played it all. So I cannot give EA, I, I can't support it because my goal for EA is not to have the Star Wars license. I don't want EA to have exclusive rights to make Star Wars games. And the reason for that is, as you can see, they did not release Star Wars games until their until their contract is about almost to done. Yeah, right. They did not release any games on, on a good on a good clip until the very end, which means they're trying to bid for the right to have it again. Like, if this game was if this game was as hyped up as you believe it is, just like Fallen Order, okay, why was there no media for it at all? There was no media leading up to it. It's right. just, here it is, and oh, by the way, it's coming out. Anytime that you release a game like that where no one's talking about it, and all of a sudden it just pops out, it's coming out soon, that means that they had something working in case, in case, in case some stuff was happening. So now this is the in case, right? They pumped out another game. It gives them a little bit more cred. I, uh, I know people like this game. I hope you enjoy it. But I don't. I can't support it because I don't want to give them. I don't want to give EA licensing anymore. I, I want to see somebody else make. A, I want to see Star. I want to see somebody else make a Star Wars. I, th I think it's. It, it looks good. The single player though, going back and forth. I mean, this takes place after Return of the Jedi. So, also, so does the Star Wars Battlefront Two campaign. Okay, so the Death Star is blown up. 
Izo from the um, whatever her name is from the from the last Star Wars game. This takes place during that time period, so she might make an appearance. Wedge might make an appearance. Luke Skywalker might make an appearance. Han Solo might make an appearance. So, something like this in the during the story mission back and forth, right? Forty dollars. Do you think it's priced right for what it oh, is? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Forty dollars is priced perfectly for where it is, especially since. It's a VR title. There is Flight Stick also with this on PC. I saw, I read sure. an article about that. So there is Flight Stick with this as well. Their contract, I believe, Santos, was 10 years. And right now they're in year seven, I believe. Because um, 2012, eight. No, yeah, yeah. It was 10 years. And they're in eight right now. This is year eight because they got the license back in 2012 right when, when Disney got it. Uh, for the Star Wars license, I don't. Here's the thing: I I don't think this this is another out of out of touch base type of thing as well, right? This game looks cool. I'm interested in it because I did like X Wing versus Tie Fighter. I I think this is a chunk. That's why I liked it inside Battlefront Two. But the player base, I don't think wants this type of game. This is like them coming out with a uh, a pod racing game right now. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it's like completely out of touch. Like if you're coming out with a pod racing game, Star Wars game right now, you don't know your fan base because the prequels are not here. This is, you know, you know what I'm saying? They want more ground battle. They want Battlefront 2 to continue. They wanted more characters. They wanted bigger battles. And yet, what do they give us? They give us a pulled out version uh, as, the, as the base, as the, as the skeleton of this, and then add I mean, a little bit more customizations and stuff to it. It looks good. It looks good. Yeah. So... All right, going from this to they had Rocket Arena, which was a, um, I guess a MOBA three v three three v three action. It looked okay. I it's not my cup of tea. I'm gonna look up some gameplay real quick, real quick for it. Not my cup of tea. <clears throat> Let's see, Rocket Arena. Here's the uh, the trailer for it. Uh, wait until this is done. Oh, right here. There you go. <clears throat> All right. So, <clears throat> Rocket uh, Rocket Arena. This looks like a, a a MOBA, like a Overwatch type game, more cartoony, three v three. It looks okay. It doesn't look like it's a, it's a bad game anyway. I don't know if this is a single single. Uh, I'm sorry. One price of $60. I don't know if this is a $40 game. I don't know if this is a free-to-play game with the lots of microtransactions. We know nothing uh, We know nothing about it as of right now. I'm sure articles will come out. 3v3 small arenas. It's a 3v3 small arenas. Probably a lot of cosmetics. Uh, and I, I, I guess the... the I guess from what I'm looking at is it's the rocket packs or the rockets that you fly around on, the skateboards. Yeah, it's like a little skateboard. I mean, listen, I, I, I'm sure, listen, all games have an audience, okay? All games have an audience, except for Lawbreakers. All games have an audience, okay? <laughs> Shots but I, fired by Sarge! <laughs> but, to, but, but to me, to me, this is a smaller version of Apex, like a baby version of Apex or a baby version of Fortnite. That's what this is. Fortnite has it has it unlocked because of the fact of the building. The building and the and the BR work really well together. This is just kind of like a little battle arena for your friends to have fun with. I mean, it looks good. 
I'm not sure what the longevity of it is when you play a bunch of times if they come out with new maps and whatnot, but it looks good. I mean, it looks it looks fun, but chat VR has never been in my wheelhouse. Chat, what do you guys think? Is this a game that you would uh, invest in? Would you pay for this, or is this a free to play game for you guys? Small maps look kind of like a 3D Smash Brothers. Yeah, I guess so. It's not a bad uh, depiction of it. <clears throat> chat says so far no. No, looks free to play. That's what I think it is. They didn't mention I mean, a price. I don't think you would pay 40 bucks for this, to be honest with you. So. I mean, it's hard It's hard to price out a VR game. I think I think free to play is probably the way to go with the cosmetics. It, it seems like the, the, the wiser choice. Now, the next game that they're, they're talking about, which they didn't talk about because we got disconnected... Um, is uh, skate that, that seemed kind of strange, and then as soon as they talk, wanted to talk about skate, as soon as they wanted to talk about skate, it just went to black. Yeah, I don't know if they if they if they show anything. I don't know why, why is it every time they talk no, about they, a don't, game, they don't they don't talk about anything technical error. They don't they don't talk about anything. <clears throat> so they they didn't they didn't talk about skate for if they did I missed it. So it's in development, meaning it's probably not going to be out until twenty twenty three, which would be about three years into the new console cycle, which would then be a game that would it'd be good for for the consoles, right? But what, what's this insurgence all of a sudden with skateboarding games, right? Tony Hawk, Pro Skater, 1, 2, Remasters coming out. Then we got Custom XL coming out. And now they've announced Skate 4, which I just think is funny. They're just like, hey, did you see Tony Hawk? He's He's got 1 and 2 Remastered. Fuck it. Put Skate back in there. People want to play skateboarding games. It's like, what what is the deal? <laughs> Skate games are good. What I, what I find interesting is it, it happens with all genres. It's like when they start coming out with one, all of a sudden the rest of them all happen to have games coming out the same, right, same time, time with the same with the same type of game. It's like, yeah. do you guys get together and talk about this? Like, is it is it just for? Com I, I thought you'd want to release a game when nobody else is a game, that right? With no competition, out. with no right? competition. Like, if I'm gonna come out with a skateboard game, wouldn't you want to come out when there's no other skateboard games? For some reason, right. it's the opposite with yeah. video games. As soon as I decide to come out with a game, everybody's coming out with the same type of game. It it, it doesn't make sense to me. When did when did skate? Hold on, a second. When did when did skate three come out? I mean, didn't wasn't there like a huge revival about skating uh, because of the, the skate the kid breaking the records and uh, at, there yeah. was a couple of, there was a, there was like a couple of, like a yeah. series of events that happened with skateboarding like the last year. Skate three came out Is in twenty and in, in two thousand ten. You're telling me oh, it took a, a decade. It took a decade for someone to go that 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 the crowd and the community wanted a skate game for ten years. They're like skate four needs to come out. I think they started asking for it in two thousand twelve. Here we are in 2020, and they're like, "Hey, do we need to skate skate four yet?" No, no, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. Two months ago, Tony Hawk goes, "Hey, we're, we're making a, a Tony Hawk Skater Remaster One and Two. Yo, yo, people want skate games again. We should put skate back in. That's a great idea, Tony. You're 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 the mastermind behind this. It's like, what are you? <laughs> there was like eight years that people wanted to skate four. No one wanted. Nobody and now this guy, we're doing it." We're, we're back, baby. We're coming we're, back. We're, skate four. Like, nobody wants a skate game. Yeah. Until now. Until now. And then all of a sudden, skate games coming out left and right. Right now, someone's looking at it going, oh, damn. There's three skate games coming out. We should make a fourth. Let's, let's start working on it now. It's like, why? 
That, that doesn't make any sense. They didn't show any gameplay. The devs just talked a, a little bit. Yeah, that game is not even in development yet. They literally what just announced it. What did you see the the, the forty eight year old skater on the right? He was he's a so developer. Excited. Yeah, he was so excited about it because I guess like he's been working on it a while now, so that he finally got to talk about it. But you could sense the excitement from him. He was happy <laughs> to talk about it. Fallout seventy six skate edition. Wait for it. That's a good one, Paul. Uh. <laughs> Fallout skate. Wait for it. It's it's amazing. I don't understand how how people do it. They're like, no one's drinking cherry cherry flavored beverages. All of a sudden, like nine cherry flavored beverages come out at the same time. It's just, it's just a little weird. I it's it's not just that either. Like remember, is when when Fortnite made the BR, everybody chased BR. <clears throat> everybody chase. Everyone's still chasing BR. They're still chasing BR. Right. Okay. So. We're going to change gears a little bit here. We were talking about Star Wars, then we switched back over because the EA, we should have ended with the the Star Wars and go into this next Star Wars edition, right? So, this next story comes from a YouTuber, which you guys might watch or might not watch, but his name is Doomcock, Lord of the Underworld, who's going to take over our... It's a great channel, if you, if you like listening to some stuff, right? He has some insiders. Pop, he's, like, he's like the underworld leader of pop culture is yeah. what he is. Yeah. So he has I'll, – I'll bring him up on on, uh, on stream so you guys can see it. His channel is uh, is called Overlord DVD. I'll put it in, in, in chant so you guys can give him a, a follow if you, if you want to hear more about it. Okay. So this is uh, – I, I'm a fan of his. I like listening to it. It, it keeps me entertained. That's uh, that's for Doomcock. Uh, so the video goes on. He's got he's got inside sources that give him stuff. Right. You you gotta take this. I gotta make a soundbite. I gotta make a soundbite with a grain of salt. Okay, because this is all rumored stuff. But the reason we're talking about it. That's right. Salt time. The reason we talk about this is because we have speculated about this disaster that's happened in the last five years of the Star Wars universe, right? Especially with this last, the rise of of, uh, of Skywalker, or the fall of Skywalker, as I like to call it. So, the stuff that's coming out is there is, they're, they're losing their fan base at a at a huge rate, right? An, alar an alarming rate. An alarming rate. An alarming, right. an alarming rate, yes. And, and they have, Lucas has a secret plan, Okay. Now, it's called The Veil, okay? Now, The Veil, those of you that don't know, okay? So, this this is basically Lucas's reset button that they can use at any moment. Now, those of you that don't know what The Veil is, I'll, I'll describe it to you here. The Veil of the Force is from Star Wars Rebels. Now, if you guys didn't see the Star Wars Rebels, a lot of people didn't. It's in episode 13, season 4, Star Wars Rebels. The episode was titled A World Between Worlds. Okay? Inside this, to just think of uh, all these past movies that's happened. Star Trek time travel, anything with time travel, linear things, Avengers, right? Multi-universes, all this stuff, right? That's Disney's MO now. Make a shit product. Back yourself up with some time travel or linear, you know co-side universe that you can just wipe your hands clean just in case something goes wrong right it's your parachute okay so the veil okay the veil is a force in a mystical dimension at the force that connects all the time in space inside the veil you can see flashbacks of past events 
and the events that haven't even happened yet. Now, if you've watched this, spoiler alert, okay, the reason Ahsoka Tanu is alive in Rebels later on, and that now she's in, which she's one of my favorite characters, just to put it out there. I'm not making fun of her, okay? She fights Darth Vader, and she loses, right? So she gets saved by uh, another person through this veil, and now she lives again. It's basically the Saint-14 story plot in uh, in Destiny, okay? That's exactly what it is. So this is, this is Lucas's secret plan, okay? The secret plan to save Star Wars is the veil. The veil of force is what's going to be used to make the entire sequel trilogy an alternate timeline that reclassifies the sequels as Star Wars Legends. Now, this sounds funny, but do you guys remember when I said this is just one bad dream and all they have to do is make Luke Skywalker wake up and be like, Hey, Dad, Luke, Luke. And then all of a sudden he wakes up and he's in Tatooine and he gets shaken and he wakes up and it was all a dream. That's basically what's happening right now. Speculation. harsh. Right? That's harsh. Now, That's harsh. if it's, this... It's, it's amazing, but very harsh. If, if this happens, literally the past five years of Star Wars that you've took your hard-earned money and paid for to go to the theater and watch garbage garbage trash here i got a couple emotes i got a couple emotes for that here all right trash okay the star wars and i'm a huge star wars fan huge and i said this is absolute absolute garbage okay am i happy with this 100% am I happy with this because I liked Rebels. I saw the veil and I saw this. I said, oh, this is this is a feather in the cap. They're like, they're going right, to use that's, this. That's 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 the emergency escape pod right there. Right. They're 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 going to use this to reset everything. And I have to say, I applaud you. Thank you, Lucas, for for coming back in. OK, <clears throat> so now what happens from here? There's two factions happening, which is more factions than Destiny, just to put it out there. Actually, actually no, there's three, there's three factions. Oh, is there? There's, yes, there's the, the, three, the three factions that, that are battling for Star Wars. Oh, right, it's the fans. Kennedy, yeah. Is the Kennedy Cadets. Yeah, yeah. Right, the ones the that Kennedy, Kennedy Cadets. I like it, sorry. Right, that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm calling them. The, the Kennedy Cadets is like they're the ones that believe in the, in the, new, the new sequels, and they're all about it. Then there's, the, then there's our group, which is the Lucasfilm guys, who are backing up. Like what the original Star Wars is supposed to be, the, the nerds. It's not supposed to be right. It's yeah. not supposed to be political. It's supposed to be like this other world, and you know, with grand stories and right. And, and take us out of our world. realm and put it in someone else's, right. right? Yeah, right. To make ancient stories. Then there's the Favreau teams. Yeah, those are the guys that are all about the new stuff, like the Mandalorian and what stories that they want to come out with <laughs> and get the hell away from Lucas and let's expand the universe. Right, right. Those are the three right. that are battling it out. Which is still more factions than Destiny. So, I Kennedy is trying to do anything that she could possibly can to stop this from happening, okay? But her contract's almost up. And again, chat, take this with a grain of salt. This is coming from. I'm sorry, I never even put him up there. This is this is this is Overlord Doomcock. Okay, go check him out. It's very entertaining. He's very articulate when it comes to writing. He is a writer, okay, and he's an entertainer. Uh, he's hilarious. He's he, got a podcast show too. Yeah, he does. He does a podcast show. <clears throat> I watch a lot of their stuff, and I don't take a lot of this stuff. Again, I take it with a grain of salt. Take what you want, okay? But this, this is coming from him and his sources. Everything that he came out with about Star Wars: The Last Jedi 
okay, or the last, the fall of the Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker, and the Last Jedi, all came true from his sources, right? So it's it's not like this guy is not telling his part. He's not just making up shit. He gets right. credible he's, sources, he's got, insiders. He's yeah, he's got credible. So that's what he's doing. So give him some love, right? YouTube is screwing up a lot of stuff, taking a lot of his subscribers and stuff away. If you like Star Wars news, if you like Star Trek news, if you like pop culture news and stuff like that, he's a he's check a person out. to go check him out. Um, great, great, good time. All right, so that's from the Star Wars. <clears throat> what do you guys think, Chet? You out in the podcast realm out there listening to the audio version or you guys live right here on twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming. What do you think about the Star Wars? Are you okay with them hitting the push button and, and resetting and just... Oh, goldfish brain. We don't know. We don't know anything. Nothing happened the last five years of Star Wars, right? So none of it would matter. Ray, right? And this is quote from Doom Clock. He goes, Han Solo didn't run into a sword. He didn't geriatric he's forget not, where he not, parked not his. Right. He's, right. Not right. Deadbeat, no he's not deadbeat dad. dad. He didn't forget where he parked the Millennium Falcon for thirty years, right? Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of stuff, right? None of that stuff would happen. It's all. It's all fake. I look. I I think. I think people forget how they got popular, right? If you're a popular person and you start pushing back at the people that made you popular or the, the customers that made you successful, stars became successful because of nerds. Nerds, dorks, geeks, people that are now 30, and those, 40, and by the way, 50, those are compliments. 60, yeah, 50, 60 years old that now have expendable income and families, okay? And usually, when you have expendable income and families, your daughter, your sons, your significant others, okay, start liking what you like because they have interests, right? You met a, your wife. You met your husband. They're like, oh, what do you like? Oh, I like the Star Wars. Oh, I don't know what Star Wars is, but I, I'm interested in it. And they start liking it. And then their kids start liking it. And yet, the people that are fighting the the... To, to change a new a new era of fans it's like why why are you doing this right so it's it's just it's really interesting to me that they they're they're screwing up the fan base and forgetting marvel's doing it everyone's doing it right so you're good with it and have money baby yeah exactly right nerd dork all the hurtful things yeah that's it we're all we're i feel like i should just play nerds Nerds. whatever right so that's 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 the thing there do, do you think do you think fly by night do you think a fly by night type of fan base would have star wars going for 35 years 40 years right do you think if it was a fly by night thing if someone just kind of liked it and then it went away do you think it would last that long no it wouldn't right it, it meant something to a lot of people so it's not about insulting people that you can't like star wars for the way you like star wars all we're trying to say is is that you're taking something that was beloved by a generation of people and and to some to some point multiple generations of people and you basically just pissed in their face right it's it's so of course at some point you're going to be upset on some level some people might not might not care but you still remember it right all the things that happened in your childhood or when you're growing up might have happened to you and then you let it go you forget about it it's on the road you don't care it's behind you right but for some reason there's certain things that you can recall like it was yesterday or for some of us 10 minutes ago depending on how much how much of a goldfish brain we have that that that's why it means what it means right that's why i like the marvel movies because they've taken characters that i've loved my whole life like spider-man and hulk 
And when they, I, I've talked to, told the story before about the Hulk, Incredible Hulk, when the first Avengers movie came out, and he turns into the Hulk and just smashes and then leaps up in the air. I literally like teared up in my in my eyes because I, I was like, I used to just read it on a comic book and see him, and then when he came to life, it's like they know their fans. They're like, oh, you know what would really make the fans really if if Hulk did this right, and they got it right for that for that moment. But then they have other things where they they fight back on the on the on the population that literally made the reason that you paid four billion dollars for this franchise is because of the people on the other side that made it that that way. Right. Right. If, right they, they they say that whatever whatever a company's worth is about what you can make back in about five years. Right. Right. With normal, with normal sales of what what kind of products you're coming out with, you can make your money back in about five six years. So. For Disney to buy Star Wars from a single man for $4 billion says a lot of what the actual IP actually is. Right. 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 It's a huge, it's a huge, it's a huge, it's, it's almost religious cult of what you can do with Star Wars. How many different directions you can take it in. I'm, I saw The Mandalorian. I'm in. Right? Yeah. I'm- I liked, right? I'm in. Right. I saw Rebels. I watched the Clone Wars series. The writing's good. They know what the hell Star Wars is about. Right, watching those last, watching those last, those sequels, I, <laughs> I tried to, I tried to be fair. I watched them sober. I watched them high. I watched them drunk. <laughs> get a, it, it get a range of feelings going on. All right, didn't matter. I tried to give them the full spectrum of like what kind of mindset I could be in. Like, all right, just give me a good movie. And it's like, no, no, it was horrible. Yeah, was horrible. yeah, we watched. Did we watch the? We watched the first one, the seven and eight and nine together, right? We didn't see eight together. The Last Jedi was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> <clears throat> the, the Mandalorian. If you want, if you want more Mandalorian without seeing the Mandalorian Gator, there's a um, uh, what's it called? The Gallery on Disney Plus right now. They go behind the scenes. So I don't know if you've watched that. They have eight episodes so far, I think, or seven episodes of the Gallery. Uh, it's fantastic. They they show you how the room was created, right? The 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 I think it's called the virtual room of room or something like that. I don't. I don't think. That, I think that that's going to go from TV to video game. They're going to use that for video games next. Well, guarantee. it's already a video game. See, people. People don't understand. They've they've been using Unreal Engine five for like a year, two years now. That's how they made the the landscapes and stuff in that in that in the Mandalorian. It's absolutely crazy, right? Yeah. If you guys haven't seen it, the gallery on on Disney Plus is. Is is eight episodes right now? It's mostly John Favreau like interviewing the directors of each episode. Uh, John Favreau sitting next to him. Kennedy Clan is over representing some people on the on, on the table. They they go behind the scenes of how they created the whole thing, the technology of it, the thought process, the the VR stuff that they do. It's ama- it's amazing. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. If you if you just like anything about technology, if you like the Mandalorian, check it out. It's 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 fantastic. All right, next story I want to talk about. Is Microsoft's trademark Xbox Series okay fueling the Xbox Series S Lockhart speculations? We've talked about this multiple times. Of course, they're going to have two systems. Of course, they're going to have it. Okay, I so think it's going to be three. It, I think it, it might be three. It might be, but I think the third could be the Xbox. Well, if it's a series, right? If it's called the Xbox Series, so there's got to be right two, three. Could be. Well, I don't, I don't, I, I didn't ever looked at it about the name. It's not called the Xbox pair. If, okay, but you saw the one thing that nobody's really discussing is that PlayStation showed with and without disc. Okay, they just showed it. Right. 
they didn't really show that for Xbox. They showed they they showed the system, but they didn't show the versions of the system. So now, so there could be I four. Think it's now, I think now it's Xbox's turn. Now that they see which way PlayStation is going, I'm pretty sure Xbox will have three price points. I'm pretty sure. I, I like where you're going with this, Sarge. I like where you're going with this. I'm pretty sure they the have Series three, X, have three price points. The Series S, and then just the Series D, like balls for like for balls for, for digital like balls to the wall. Well, I I would think the one without the disc. See, the the argument is going to be, how do you assign value to a new system when you know the price point's got to come up? How do you assign value? Like you can tell me how much something costs, but the the perceived value that a customer is going to have to actually purchase it without feeling buyer's remorse or thinking they got gypped or thinking they made the wrong choice. Like I look at the PlayStation. You're a diehard PlayStation. I mean, I mean, you are fucking. You didn't even look at an Xbox. Like you're in on PlayStation. You saw those accessories. You saw the system, the controller, the camera, the headset, the charger. Right. Okay. Now, when I saw all those things, I looked right at the screen, and they showed those things on the screen, and there was no price that came on the screen. But I saw the price on the screen. My head put it there. As soon as I saw all that stuff, right? I saw five fifty, six hundred dollars. No question. It might even be more than that. But I saw that. I saw six hundred dollars automatic. Okay, before before anything even happened, I saw six hundred dollars. Now, is it going to be six hundred dollars? Well, let's see. You had the leak from Japan. You had the leak from Amazon. Then you have another. You have another leak, and each leak, it's about the same. It's in the six hundred to seven hundred dollar price range. Now, that might be a lot, right? That still might be a lot for some people. But if I'm actually getting all that, like, am I getting like we haven't talked about a game comes with the system, right? If a game comes with a system, I get a controller, I get a headset, I get a charger, I, you know, I get a camera. Uh, I think at that point, you're like, yeah, $600, $700? Yeah, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. No problem. But if it was just like a system and a controller, and you're telling me $650, $700? So they had to put stuff in there to give value for it. Right. Now, that's not even that's not even counting, you know, if they do an EA Play or, or what, what's – I keep – I'm sorry, guys. I forget the PlayStation version of, of Game Pass. What's the PlayStation version of Game Pass? I, I'm not you know sure. What I'm talking about. Right? You don't know either, right? Because we're, we're, we're so far down the Xbox hole, right? So would you pay that much for a system? Like, I'm thinking it's got to be – listen, they said – they even said now PS twice. Now. On PS Now. Thank on you, dude. Different podcasts, on different podcasts, people are saying the same thing. They are saying that Sony does not want to lose money on each console sold. So if that's an actual credible thought, that Xbox or, or excuse me, PlayStation it does not want to lose money on each box. Where do we have to lie? Where do we have to lie? It's gotta be. Right. It's gotta be in that price range. It's gotta be. And we're gonna see. Like it's Xbox's <clears throat> turn now. PlayStation, Xbox served. PlayStation volleyed. And now it's Xbox is trying to do something else before the before the systems I, come out. I like point. what you were saying about the three systems. And then Duplis brought up maybe even four. Maybe they would have the Xbox Series X. Xbox Series S, and then the digital version of the X and the digital version of the S. Right? Well, that's that. Listen, that that sounds I'm, that I'm, sounds listen, pretty good. I'm I'm in it for. I want speed and power. I want the machine to run, and I want it to be cool. I don't care. And I'll be honest with you. I don't care what the system looks like anymore. If you have to make it a giant chip with a metal thing shooting out of it so it stays cool and it runs all the stuff it's supposed to run, I'm fine with it. I don't care. I'll put it in a, <laughs> I'll put it in an air-conditioned box underneath an ice plate. I don't care. 
I want the thing to run. I want the run. I want the best possible experience from a piece of hardware. I don't want to worry about Red Ring of Death. I don't want to worry about motherboards melting. I don't want to worry about that kind of shit. At that price point, give me a system and let's see what it can do. Right. That's what I want. Right. So, chat, where are you guys going? Leaning more towards? Are you are you a PlayStation lover and you're always going PlayStation? Are you an Xbox lover and you're going to stay Xbox? Is it one system? Making you switch? Are you gonna? Are you a PlayStation going to Xbox? Are you Xbox going to PlayStation? Or are you just sticking with PC? Because PC, that's why I don't put it in the in the in the thing, right? Sarge has always been a PC guy. Yeah, the 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 problem is we used to play a lot of games on the PC and console. We were always on everything, and then we and then uh, you know life happens. You get older. You your friends your friends are sitting around playing a game. They're playing games all day long. You're like, all right, I'll get I'll get the damn I'll get the damn Xbox, right? He my he pulled thirty pulled me in. I, I was minding my own business. The last system I had purchased was a PlayStation 2. And I even bought it twice. I got the PlayStation 2 Slim because I wanted to keep one in the box just because I wanted to have it. Like, I like to keep old systems, right? And then all of a sudden, he kept telling me, you got you to play uh, Battlefield. You got to play Battlefield with us. You got to play Battlefield with us. Yeah. Everybody's playing. You got to play Battlefield with us. So I go. I go to the store. I buy a 360. I buy the game. I buy the controller. Like, I bought everything. Like, I was in. And then, of course... Every time you try to stop playing, somebody would come out with a badass game. Oh, the badass games kept coming. Because 360 was out for 11 years. 11 years. They just kept yeah. coming out with shit. So it's like you never could put it down. I never put it down. All right. This next thing, I don't know if this is, is mocked or if this is true. It looks pretty legit. Okay. This is the PlayStation compared to an Xbox S or whatever. Now, the Xbox is up on its side. Okay. Look how gigantic this PlayStation is, okay? If that's the true size of it, we're talking a good 10 inches longer, taller, it, whatever. It's it's engulfing the, the other system. Look at that thing, man. Right? It does like look... Darth Vader, it's it, like the Darth Vader of video game systems. It, it's it like, does look at look, that thing. It does look slick, though. I like the design of the PlayStation, right? If that's the size of it. Now, now the problem is bigger than the original PS3. That was huge. Yeah, that that thing looks. Do you remember? Do you guys remember PlayStation Three? You guys who own PlayStation? Oh yeah, it was, that PlayStation it was a Three was it was like a giant VCR. It was like this huge box. It's incredible. I I honestly think if you put that, I think it's as tall as my tower for my for my uh, my system for my computer. I think it's as tall as my 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 actual tower. It's an Alienware router. <laughs> is it, it, it does. It looks like an Alienware router. That's a, that's a good one. I like that. Is it an actual an Alienware router? They, they made it into it? I don't know if it's a mocked photo or not. If that's the actual size, I'm just looking at it as the size comparison. That's what we're looking at, right? I, I would not be surprised if both sides of that thing is the heat sink. Like is there an actual size two, comparison two, tweak? Two giant heat sinks. If there's a size comparison that you guys can get, and hit me up with the... Uh, there's almost as big as an OG Xbox controller. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking xbox controller but the, the original xbox controller it's right? like, it's like this it's i like think this. i think one of the ugliest systems ever created was the xbox the original xbox it was just a big fucking a brick with a green a thing yeah it was it was it was pretty bad looks like a cape on a tall skinny vampire <laughs> <laughs> you posted a link yeah. 
Did you post it in uh, in Discord? I don't. I don't I see mean, it. That's it's massive, man. It's massive. <clears throat> and, right. and, we, and we all know, we all know an SSD is like this big. Like, <laughs> like an SSD is like this big. So, well, here's the thing. Like, come on. Are do you think PlayStation's? We saw those thumb drives. We talked about it last week, right? Do you think those are those are the? Do you think those the are games? the thing? I don't know if they're the games price. or just extra storage yeah. because yeah. think think about the price point. The price point is I think is gonna be pretty high for these systems, right? So you think you think that they're gonna make up the money for the hard drive space? You selling think selling the system? Yes, they're gonna give us the system upright, and the and the storage space is is gonna be the back end money that they're gonna have to collect. I think that's gonna be the I think that's the storage space in the system. I know we talked about it's supposed to be uh, eight hundred gigs or whatever, right? I understand. Eight twenty-five. Yeah, eight, whatever, whatever it is. Eight twenty-five. I really think because four K is so big. Okay, four K files are just tremendously big. I mean, they're just the the data that goes through. Okay, I have a feeling they're gonna make those those little USB cards. So like Destiny three comes out or Avengers Marvel or the whatever game, you're gonna have extended storages to put in. I think that's where they're gonna sell stuff. If, I mean, if they can lower the price and then make up on uh, proprietary systems, they can mix up some of that that stuff, right? They'll probably power supply the heat sink that's so big, four ninety nine to five forty nine. They'll never go any higher. I don't know. We'll see. I'm taking that. I'm taking that bet, Gator. What do you want? I'm taking it. PS making their own PS internal on this one. Maybe that's why that's that's that huge. I just have a feeling they're they're if they bring the cost down, like Gator says, to five forty nine, I honestly don't think it's gonna be a fifty dollar difference. I think it's gonna be more of a difference between the disc with no disc. I I just do. Right? Because they, they want you to they want you to get But I think that they they they're going to charge you pretty penny because let's say it is six hundred dollars. They're like, well that's that's as high as we can go for the consumers willing to pay. Okay. They're like, okay, so how can we make it up on the back end? Well, we can make it up on the back end by doing the headset and the camera and the, and the USB like SSD drive type stuff to expand your storage for different games that come out. So then you can literally upgrade your game. So if you get a game like Cyberpunk, they come out with DLCs, Division, whatever it is. You don't have to take it internally on your on your on your hard drive. You can now put it on a on a on a disc. But doesn't that sound doesn't that backwards? I, I, I like yes. I, I like the idea, but it sounds yes. weird because the game is digital. Yes. The game is digital on my hard drive. When I have to buy different hard drives for different massive games, so I don't have to worry about it filling up my own hard drive. Right. Right? So it's like changing cartridges, but now I'm just changing storage. You're changing the storage game. of the of the disc, right? But think about this. There would be no no reason that any game company could be like, well, it's just getting too big. We game just can't too big. just can't fit it anymore. It's just getting too big. All right, we can't do it. And they're just like PlayStation's like, here, hold my USB storage device. Okay, there you go. Because that's that's the way that I think they're gonna do it. Let me see what other stories we got going on here. Guys, if you like this podcast, this is your first time here. I, I see many people following, and I do appreciate it very much. We don't thank people on the actual podcast. Uh, people are subbing. Thank you for the gifted subs. 
This is Generation X Gaming. It's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. As you can see, we've done 220 episodes before this one. We've been doing this since 2015, May. Uh, we're, we used to do this on Twitch. We did it on Mixer. We do it back on Twitch now, and you can watch all the past broadcasts at 30instillgaming.live. You can watch all of them on our YouTube channel. You can hear our audio versions. So we do a lot of different content on here, and I appreciate you hanging out and enjoying the show. All right, so... We got, uh, do we have a, do I have this, uh, there it is, is that, there it is, is that the size comparison, Arca's got one there, Tweak's got it, how big is the PS5, let me see what this one is, oh, okay, that's the same thing, alright, god damn, that's big, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a big machine right there, alright, let me bring this up, that, that is a, that is a big machine, is this a better picture? That's a good picture. We'll, we'll use that one. Thank you for those submissions. If you guys like to help out the show, you can always put uh, links in our Discord channel. In our Discord channel, uh, you can scroll down to Generation X Gaming, submit new stories, uh, so you don't have to spam the chat here, and I can I can get it inside there. All right, Sarge, here's here's the here's the size comparison that we're we're, we're looking at over here. You got the uh, the old Xbox. That, that blocky mess. Then you got the PlayStation 3 there. Right? Then you got the PlayStation 4. You got the Xbox One. And then you got the PlayStation 5, which is like a monstrosity next to these things. That thing is big. One that had the measurements. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that one next. So that's just a, a visual there. And then this one is the one that you you sent me with the measurements right here. Is this the measurement one? Where's the uh, where's the measurement one? Is it this one? Right, there you go. Oh, it doesn't get any bigger than that. All right. So it says here that the Xbox One. 11.8 inches. Length 2.4. Width 9.4. Xbox Series X. We have 11.85, length 6.03, width 6.03, PlayStation 4 Pro 12.9, length 2.17, and width 11.6, and then the whopping PlayStation 5 comes in a heavyweight 15.74 height, 3.97 length, and 8.79 width. That's, that's a big boy right there. That's a, that's a, that's a big boy. So now, people right now are taking tape measures all across the world, and they're trying to figure out how they're going to fit this next to their television set on their console. And now they're all calling Ikea, I need another piece of furniture, do you have this in stock? Because that's, that's what it is. That's what's happening right now. People across America, <clears throat> without the disk drive. Yeah, a lot of people, I think a lot of people would go towards the, the dicks, I like to call it the dickless. The discless, yeah. I know Punk put that in, in chat earlier. This is this is this is the generation where they're gonna convince people that you don't need a disk drive anymore because the price point will reflect they don't want you to disk drive. They're gonna have this this is like this is like the last days of like the C D or the last days of the cassette where you don't need it anymore, the format is changing. They want you to get the disc they want you to get the discless version because the price point will reflect that. They're gonna I'm telling you. This is gonna be. Like, I I have to get with this because I still like hard copies. That's probably be the last the last system I get like this. But you say that now, 
I'll see you in five years and see what the next the, the next outcome is. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I I don't think the generation after this will have a dis. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think it will have a distrust at all. <sighs> let's let all right. Let's... The, the medium the medium's changing too quick. Like I know people want hard copies because I I'm still one of those people. But just the way the medium is, is how fast it's going, they're not going to put it in there. Well, here's here's the problem. Um, if Let's just say they stop making uh, consoles now. Xbox goes what? 100% in the cloud? Are they putting a USB thing on the back of your stick? Are they owning actual screens? Like, does that make it more, more conducive to own a console then? Because now let's just say, let's say Xbox starts making, and again, this is just all going to the future speculation here. Microsoft starts making like monitors and, and TVs, and it's already built into the actual system. Right, so like everyone that owns a, uh, a television set from them automatically has the system. Do you think that's more entry level type stuff, or do you think they give it like a, a Chrome type of thing, or like a, a Fire Stick type of thing, where the the whole thing, the whole system's like this big, and you just plug it in the back of your television? Do you think it's it's going that route? Is that what you're saying, or do you think like they Xbox already tried to make the box the all encompassing thing in their house for entertainment that didn't work? Okay. Now their mentality is we want to make a subscription service and then just make games on the side because once we have their money, they can we have their money plus whatever games they want to play. That's the game pass. Right. PlayStation's uh, business model is we want to be the guys that make first-person titles on a gaming system right. for gamers. That's what they that's their business model, okay? That's the that's the direction. Now, of course, Nobody's going to say no to reoccurring money. So I'm thinking PlayStation will eventually, after getting first-person titles and getting everyone on board of what they're trying to do, they're going to try to improve their monthly reoccurring money with a good Game Pass version for themselves. Because the market's going to go that direction. You Listen, you cannot argue with X, or Microsoft, or I'm sorry, Microsoft. Microsoft is receiving... $200 million minimum a month for doing nothing. Right, right. Okay? $200 million a month for doing nothing, but to say to somebody, hey, look at all these games you guys can play that you've been playing forever that before you were playing anything. Like, remember, you used to go on Gold and just pick down some games that were free, right? And you just picked a few games that were free and you tried them out for the month. This is the same thing, except the list is bigger. Now there's 100 games or 200 games or 300 games. Once again, it's called perceived value. Do you have enough time in your day or your month or your year to try every game on Game Pass? No. 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 You do not. All right? You have time. You have the same amount of time you've always had to entertain yourself for the hours that you have free to be entertained. Microsoft, the geniuses that they are, have found a way... <clears throat> For you to hand over $20 a month for the privilege of taking up some more of your time to play a game that you were already playing during that time. Right? right. So $200 million a month times 12 months times forever now. Okay? So Microsoft can actually sell their system, right? Probably At a for $399. For $399 or $499. Right? And they'll be okay with it because they'll just eat it into the cost of Game Pass and they'll offset the cost because Game Pass is free money okay there is no overhead on a 20 dollar game pass subscription right when they're just right you're, sh you're shoving just giving, games at you 
You're just they're just saying here's some more games to play. You know, it would be awesome if I had no job and I would could just sit home and play games all day. <clears throat> but the amount of time, the amount of time I have is the amount of time I have. So now PlayStation has to really, really stop fucking around, and they have got to come out. And I, and I know you guys watched the PlayStation reveal. They have got to come out with first-party titles, and they have to make the games that you have got to play on a PlayStation. Okay? That's what got to be, because they don't have Game Pass money. They have to get the money from you the old-fashioned way. They have to earn it. Right. right. They have to make they have to make a good product. They have to make a good game. And then I want to buy that game. Okay? That's the difference. Wait, wait, That's wait. why. Wait till Project X Cloud is out for everybody. Because that's gonna be another game changer for Microsoft. Not only Game Pass, Game Pass is the one punch. X, X, Project X Cloud is the second punch coming across to, to hit to hit uh, PlayStation in the gut. Or the kick in the nuts, okay? Because when you could get Game Pass and then play all your games anywhere you want at any time, that's going to start making a dent in the mobile market. That's going to start making a dent in other things, right? Because people play mobile games because they can't play their other games away from home, right? But when they can start playing their mobile, when they can start playing their actual games on their mobile device anywhere, that's going to start t- chunking in the change of, of, of the mobile market. You're going to see a big change there as well. Unless unless you're some addicted person to Candy Crush, you can't be helped. So True. So you're speaking of change. Game Pass, some of the things that they're doing great on Game Pass, I talked about this game a year before I couldn't talk about it. I was hinting towards it. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is now two years old. Two years old in a couple months. Okay, And I actually said Ghost Ships should have been a thing from the start, but here they are. They're here now. In the in the in the latest update, and I think this game is a perfect a perfect addition to what Microsoft is doing as far as Game Pass. Okay, this is a game that you don't pay for. You can play every month, and every month they bring out new content. Okay, something that Destiny has been trying to figure out for six years. These guys are doing it two years into their lifespan. Okay, they're constantly bringing out events, different activities different things to do when they first came out when they first came out and they had the shark event it was awesome but it was slow they learned their lesson and they had uh, four teams working on stuff okay team one had the shortest amount of time to work on stuff team four had like four months to work on stuff but now two years in it now they have this whole backlog so one team is pumping this out or the other team three other three teams are working this this change of game on microsoft Games like this, you have Gears 5 that up- updates a lot. You have Sea of Thieves that updates a lot. You got State of Decay that constantly does up- upgrades. Halo Infinite, it's in the fucking title. Halo Infinite, okay? We don't know what it is yet, but that's going to be a game that's constantly upgrading and all the time. It's on the Game Pass. It's got to be, okay? Obviously, it is. We know it is. So the reason it's on Game Pass is because they want gamers to come back every single month, okay, to keep your... To keep that money rolling in with Game Pass, it's it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. If you haven't messed around with Sea of Thieves at all, ever, you're missing out one of the greatest, and I, I truly mean this, you're missing out on one of the greatest gaming experiences you'll ever have, okay? it's It literally takes you and puts you as a kid, okay? And if you ever imagined about being a Goonie, and I love Goonies, it's our, our main theme on this channel, okay? And you wanted to be a pirate and, and, and go on adventures. This game is truly fun. There's no leveling up. There's no there's no experience or anything. It's just 
Go in and have a ball. Have a blast. And there's so much stuff to do now in Sea of Thieves. To me, even though I don't play it as much as I do because I play a lot of different games, this is probably, as is, two years into its making, probably one of the most perfect games that you could have fun with and just enjoy. Right? It's it's amazing. The only thing they're missing on my end is that I would love to have a private server, okay, or a single-player mode with just four friends, Maybe the money is different, so you can't tr exchange it over or whatever. But I would love to play this game with my son. And the reason I don't, he loves the pirate game when I play it, okay? The reason I don't play it is because there's are toxic people that play the game. And they don't know that the person they're destroying is five years old and his dad. Do you know, do you know what I mean? And I don't, blame, I don't blame them for doing what they're doing, okay? But I wish there was a mode, some sort of game mode or something that I could just go in with a small group to play but this game is a phenomenal game it's so much fun look at it there's sharks to hunt there's ships to destroy there's treasures to go for there's events to do there's just so much thing like they have a shark hunt happening from june 24th to july 8th right there's just so much stuff to do and i know people look at this thing and they're like hey, it looks kind of boring it's it's not it, for everybody. It's, it's it's meant it's meant to be little kids. Like when you were a little kid, you just played a game for the yeah. fun of it. That's yeah. what this is. It's it's fantastic. They've added a lot of stuff. They've added songs that you can play now. There's different uh, dialogue wheels you can use. It's it's a really cool place, and I hope they continue doing what they do. I want to go check it out. I haven't been in there for a while. Um, we'll probably play it maybe this weekend or so. I think we'll, we'll we'll jump back in this week if I can get my crew. I know Duplass is here. If Monkey can come back in and we play. And we can get one more person to come in with us. I think it'd be fun to go after these ships and stuff, right? And some of the pictures you see of some of the crews out there, they have their whole top of their deck just filled with treasure chests. It's amazing. It, just to put it in perspective, we had like 100. And it took us like 20 minutes to turn shit in, okay? If you have a full deck of stuff, oh, my God. You got to be there for like three, four hours turning stuff in. But Yeah, that's, that's if you don't get robbed. Well, if they but. have that much on their deck... They're probably safe to say that no one's gonna fuck with them. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Well, any, listen, anything can happen on that game, man. Anything. I, I've seen, I've seen crews go horribly wrong. I've seen. Yeah. It, it's it, it it listen. It's a pirate game. Needless to say, it's cutthroat. Okay, the whole game is cutthroat. That's just yeah, how it yeah. is. It, it it really is a, a a fun time. All right. So the next story I want to talk about is that AT and T might sell Warner Brothers Interactive. Okay, including Rocksteady. And Nether Realm Studios. Okay, so this is this is the studio that brings you all the Batman games that supposedly might be coming out with other Batman games in the future. That's been rumored for like the last six months, and we don't know anything about it just just yet. Um, it says here, according to CNBC and AT and T, could earn as much as four billion dollars for the sale. A significant sum, however, the sale wouldn't necessarily include the rights of Warner Brothers Media IP, which includes the likes of Ga of Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, Mortal Kombat, and more. That being said, though, it would be a significant shift if the company had a major implications for the future of those franchises in terms of video games. Uh, however, the deal may include commercial licensing agreement that would allow at t to continue earn money from the IP. So far, none of the companies have rumored to be interested in the acquisition, for, uh, nor at t itself have offered to comment on the situation. Okay, so of course, the we got the big guys. We got the big guys that are, are rumored to be uh, interested in the company, you know. The the EA. I didn't, I didn't know. I wasn't. I didn't know AT and T was hurting for money. Yeah. I. The, so the people that are interested are EA, Activision, Take Two, 
Now, I had a GXG micro episode. I gave my thoughts on it. If you guys didn't listen to that, I'll tell you my thoughts now anyway. And I'll hear your guys' thoughts and, and Sarge's. I personally think, hopefully, this is a, this is a bad fit. If Rocksteady and the Game of Thrones license and the Harry Potter license for video games goes to EA, terrible. Terrible. Okay? If it goes to Activision, terrible. Okay? If it goes to Take-Two... Not as terrible, okay? I honestly think, and this is not because I'm a fanboy of Xbox right now, but I think because Microsoft is looking for first-party titles, and they're looking for studios, and they don't take studios and eat them up like Unicron from Transformers, okay? And they actually let the, let the, the company grow and make games for them. I think this is a perfect opportunity for Phil Spencer to be like, $4 billion? There you go. Thank you. All right. Here's an extra billion, right? Because we have Game Pass, okay? And if they have the exclusive rights to Rocksteady and Harry Potter and all this other stuff, Mortal Kombat, that would be a huge pickup for them. Now, can Sony afford them? Probably not. Would it be good for them? Yes. But I think the right home for Warner Brothers Interactive would be with Microsoft, personally. What do you think, Sarge? If it's if it's the narrative that Spencer wants independent studios working on games, not just first party titles, but like he's trying to build up third party <clears throat> titles in a way that shows that they care about the people, they care about those kind of developers. Now, PlayStation, you know, I'm not sure play, it, it's even in PlayStation wheelhouse to want even bother with Warner Brothers. I mean. There's not a lot of strong titles in there. There's a few. There's a few strong titles in there, but not like enough to warrant them spending that much money outright. But like you said, I think that I think that Microsoft has the money to take the chance if they wanted to. If if the IP is val if the IP is valuable enough, because if they don't if they don't if they sell the if they sell the studio but they don't sell the IP, like you can't make Batman until you give them more licensing that kind of thing like how much are they going to charge for a licensing for batman you know that kind of thing that that would mean something because four billion is not uh not a small sum here four billion is a lot of money right four billion is the amount of money you pay for star wars so that's (laughs) a lot right okay another thing that's happening or actually chat what do you guys think do you think what what company do you think ea activision Take two or Microsoft. Where do you think it's the best fit if they if they if they get this stuff? I should have I should have made a poll about this. We'll we'll get better at this on Twitch. I know I can make polls over here now and stuff. Um, going from one superhero of Batman to the next. Oh, I didn't even think about that, Paul. I didn't even think about that. Hold on, before we go to the next step, before we yeah, go to the but, next topic, yeah, Amazon. Paul, Bezos, Bezos would buy it and then light the building on fire. Let's be that's, honest. That's not a that's not a bad thing about Amazon, but right now. Amazon is doing all first-party titles in-house. So far, they're striking out on one. Crucible, pretty shaky right now. Okay, and New World supposedly is pretty shaky right now from insiders that have that have played it. But it is good. They have money, and they could buy up that type of stuff. That's not, that's not a bad one. That's not a bad I got, one. I I got the ninja on the on the sideline. You ready? What about that new Atari system? Come on, kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> what about that new Atari <laughs> system? Atari system all they're out, doing, all they're doing is out, making the same hiding games. Hiding out the wings, waiting to pounce. Stop it, Sarge. Yeah, the new Atari's waiting to pounce on the sidelines, people. Stop it. All right, so here, here's here's a thing that that happened. PlayStation last week showed Spider-Man. We talked about this last week on the podcast, and Sony came out and said this is not a full-fledged game. And then the developers came out and said, no, 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 this is a full-fledged game. And then they came out and said, no, no, that it is a game. It's just it, it was supposed to be at this. It's a breakout, but we've worked on it for more. I think we've talked about this just a little bit, but they brought it back up this week. It's been a lot of a lot of people complaining about this, saying that they lied to us. Sony mistreat like they're not talking to the developer. Look, let's just look at the the evidence here. Okay, the evidence is Spider Man came out in 2018. Okay, it's been two years since then. They had no expansion. They had expansions no come out after game. that. If you look at the the way they did that game. There's no way it took five years to make that game. They said it. It took five years to make Spider-Man. Okay? There's no way they took, even with the assets, even with the assets, there's no way they put it out in two years and say it's done. Right? No way. This was an expansion. They decided that, hey, we need a game for our for our next-gen console. Right? What can we do? And they're like, hey, what about if we take that expansion, take it off of that, and then put it back onto the new, the new system. Right? They'll probably do a smart update with the original Spider-Man to get you to buy that, to also get the Spider-Man Morales type, uh, Miles Morales. It just doesn't make sense to me that this was a full-fledged game being worked on for this new system. It seems like more of a, hey, we need something for the system and and bring it over. It, am I the only one feeling that? What do you think, Sarge? Uh, I, I think that they used a lot of assets from the original game. They spent the last two years working, putting Miles, put M&M in the game and do bosses and things that are different sprites or different uh, builds, but it's still the assets of the old game. That's the only way you could do it in two years. Right, that That's fast, the only right? Way. That's the only way you could do a game that big in two years. That's it. It is going to have its own story and stuff, but I, I, pl- sure. I played Spider-Man for like, I don't know, like close to 30 hours. I don't think this is going to be a full-fledged 30-hour story <laughs> mission, right? I mean, maybe maybe it's the Jedi Fallen Order of the Spider-Mans. I mean, the, the Spider-Man was such a perfect game. The Spider-Man game was such a perfect game. No, but what I'm saying is the complexity of the game itself. Like, Jedi Fallen Order is a good game, but it's a smaller game. It's concise. It's not, it's not grandiose, but it's a good game. Maybe this Spider-Man is the Jedi Fallen Order of that. Mm, I see what you know you're what saying. I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see what it's you're saying. It's not a full-blown game. Like, like I'm not putting Fallen Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order down. What it's a I'm short. It's a short game. It's a short game. It's it's a smaller game. Yeah, right. It's a good game though. It's a good game. I'll, I'll take it. I mean, I'm a Spider-Man fan. I love uh, the Spider-Verse, right? With Miles Morales, um, I'm I'm definitely gonna get this and play it if I can afford a six to seven hundred dollar PlayStation. Um, Oh, real quick, going back to what you guys were saying in chat before, if I got to pay $600 for a console, I might go for a PC. That's a good point. A lot of people are like, if you're going to get a PlayStation and an Xbox, you might as well put $1,400, you know, $1,000, $1,400 towards well, a new PC. Well, hang on. Let's, let's not get crazy. Stop throwing hand grenades. Most people get one system. The hardcore people get two systems. I get that. They maybe even have three because of a PlayStation. But a normal, a normal person usually picks a system and they stick with it. If you're saying to yourself that $600 for a console is too much, I'm going to go to PC route. 
you understand that a good PC, a good one, is going to cost you like $1,000. If you get like a $700 or $800 PC, you're going to be upgrading your PC in two years. Right. Okay. So I don't think that argument holds up. Yes, you can get a budget build, something cool, something to hold you over for $700, $800. But a good PC that's going to last you is going to be about a grand. So if you go by that logic... You're telling me I can get a kick-ass console that plays awesome games for $600? In my mind, I'm saving $400. Right. Right? That's that's the way you look at it. Like, I, I if I really want a PC, it's a grand. Or I can get this kick-ass console for $600. In that, in that aspect, it's a no-brainer. Look at these graphics. Look at the speed. Look what this guy... Look what I get. Like... It's firing on all cylinders. That's why I want to see what I want to see what Xbox next move is. I don't think they have an event this month. I think it's just July. I think it's just July. Is that pounds? Is that pounds? Just, just is that pounds? I forget that little symbol. That's pounds, right? Uh, English pound. Two thousand. So what? What is that? That's uh, that's uh, almost three grand. Is that almost three grand in the U.S.? That's you know, it's that's a beast, right? He pay right. You would pay two grand for a PC, right? That, but that's a beast. A two grand PC is a beast. Yeah. Now you're right. talking about used car bracket. All right. So the next story I want to talk about, I want to bring up Star Citizen passes yet another crazy funding milestone. Star Citizen, the multiplayer space trading combat simulator in development since 2011, surpassed a new funding milestone. Star Citizen, the multiplayer trading. A uh, space trading combat simulator has just surpassed another outstanding funding milestone after reaching $250 million near the end of 2019, and the development team has now just announced that they've broke $300 million in funding over the game's nine years of development. Okay. Uh, given all the times development uh, hell, Star Citizen has become a highly controversial game. The game's extensive features creep the numerous delays, have led many to question when the game will ever come out, Others have criticized how the developer's enthusiastic raises funds from an in-game purchase despite failing to meet project deadlines. These worries, among others, lead many questions of the game's technical feasibility and whether the game will actually see 1.0 ever. Now, the reason we're bringing this up is because this is one of the games that's been in alpha or beta or testing for nine years. They've raised $300 million dollars People have gotten ships for thousands of dollars. Now, I'm not criticizing the people that play the game. Like, if you play a game and you are your hobby and you want to go space travel and get your own Star Trek going on, cool. The problem here is this is a game that's been in development for nine years. It's now the most expensive game ever created. Okay, Grand Theft Auto, I think, was $250 million. Okay, this is $300 million, and it's not out yet. Yes, you can go play a version of it. I've played it. It's visually amazing, okay? I can't even run it at full graphics on my computer, and it's fully amazing. It's it's spectacular, okay? But with games like this that keep taking money and keep raising money, and it's delayed, and it's incomplete, and it, they keep expanding right? because it'll never, it'll never ever be finished, okay? This puts a bad taste in gamers' mouths, in the minds of gamers, and all this stuff, okay? Do you think that this is more harm to the industry, and the next story will tie into this one, okay? Or do you think this is, hey, it's just one game, it doesn't really matter, you know, it's done when it's done, 
and we'll, we'll get it we'll get it then now the difference is people have paid for this already and it's not done and then there's games that come out that get delayed before they come out before people ever spend a dime on it and it just keeps getting delayed right so where, where do you stand on this search well the joke with star citizen is there's a guy that was talking about it i think it was i want to say facebook but i think it maybe it was on twitter that he says when the game first started when he first purchased towards the game he was single now that the game is nine years old okay he's got an eight-year-old <laughs> right yeah he's been married he's married and has like a five or six-year-old and the game hasn't come out yet like in my mind no matter how good the graphics are or what they're talking about doing in my mind, this is still one of the greatest scams in video game history. To keep a game like this going this long, to raise that much money for a game that has yet to come out, is genius on an evil level. Okay, right. I believe it's one of the greatest scams of all time. Now, I, my, I, I originally thought that it was going to be something spectacular, but when I found out, the one of the brothers took money and left immediately. Eight million during the, during during the early stages eight, eight of eight million game. dollars, right? When he just picked up eight million dollars and walked away, I knew right then and there that something shady was going on because just of the the, the sales pitch of what it was. Now, if you're playing a version of the game and you're having a good time, I'm, I'm happy for you, I guess. But in terms of the industry, what's allowed, what's being allowed to happen, and it continues to happen, right, is a scam. It, a product eventually has to come out of the factory. You have to finish it. There has to be a deadline set. There has to be a definitive moment when we are done doing what we're going to do. And then afterwards, you say, hey, we got some expansions coming out. We got some things going on, right? But they're circumventing all this other nonsense in, a, in an actual product because the product's not out yet. Right. 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 And all these, all these, uh, uh, fun GoFundMe's of raising more money for this game because of the aspirations that these to have that there's no end in sight. Like, what would have happened if this was the guys that did Destiny or or did uh, Division? Right? You'd have this game that you keep paying into, but you would never people actually be get protesting, the game. right? Right? You would freak out, but because of the epicness and because the, it's an indie developer, the right? Story behind it and these these glorious ships you can get for thousands of real dollars somehow negates the fact that it's that it's a scam in any other in any other industry this would be a scam but in in, in the video game industry this is some amazing golden goose that we're waiting to lay an egg like that i don't get it man yeah i, I don't get it i don't think this game will ever fully release because every I time i don't think so either. every time a, another game comes out and does some sort of new thing the star citizen is like i like that we're gonna put that in our <laughs> game Right. right, we need another million dollars or a hundred million dollars to do this. It, it just it boggles my mind. Now, the reason I bring up this story because the next story is, I'm sure everyone on the on Twitter, right? CD Projekt Red has announced that they are delaying Cyberpunk 27 for another two months. Okay, and now right in my head, right at this, at, at this moment, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm okay with it. Fine with it. Right. I'm fine with I'm 100 fine with it. But yet we just talked about someone that's like, oh, it's delayed, it's not coming out, it's this. And I'm like, these guys are assholes, these guys are bad. But CD Projekt Red does it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with that. And the difference is, is because in my in my eyes... It's your, credi it's your credibility. Exactly, right? 
CD Projekt Red has... Was Witcher bug-free? No. Was it the most perfect game? No. But it was a great fucking game, okay? The company itself is a great... It does great work, okay? So until they prove me otherwise and show me that they are not going to do a good game and not come through with it, they could delay it for another year, and I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. As, see, see when it's done. Right. Now, I did say, before they even announced it, I said this won't be until the next-gen console, okay? And now they've been pushed back so far that they supposedly the game system comes out the game system comes out on like November 22nd. This is launching on November 19th, which is like super close to the next console. Now, CD Projekt Red themselves have said they haven't talked about next gen yet, but they have said that it's smart delivery that you can go up to the next experience. And I said back in, I think, January or February, I said that because they're delaying it, I probably wouldn't pick it up until it comes out for the new system. Because why get it and then play it and then come back and do it again? Just wait until it comes out fully developed for the new system and they're like right there they're like right there so what do you think sarge are you okay with them delaying it are you okay with them launching it as a non-next-gen console on this console and then the next one or do you just want to wait are you going to wait to get it for the next console well you can't compare you can't compare star citizen with no, I'm. 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 No, just no, no. I'm comparing games. You can't really, you can't really compare the two because of of, of the disparities. Wow. However, I always say that when the game is done, the game is done. Okay. Now, at this point, I will be in the COVID vote, and I will say that they were probably behind on whatever whatever bug fixes they needed to do, or whatever finishing touches they needed to do. And listen, the the the, the pipe is the pipe. When you reach a certain point in the game development cycle, you're, you have to be doing these things. And then you have to be doing these things. So maybe they're behind a little bit. And so maybe, well, they, maybe they did, they're taking the time. They did right? say maybe the game is completely done. They said all the core maybe, activities are done. They're, they're just getting the, the bugs out. Right. So now, if now remember, game companies don't get paid right away. They, get, they take out the loan. They're paying off their people. Right. And then you have to have a chunk of change to remain until you sell this game. And then recoup the recoup the money. So if they're okay with if if they're if if CD Projekt Red as a company is okay putting their game on hold to make sure it's better and then sell it, I'm fine with it. Right? You tell me when the game is done. That's it. Right. right? I know everyone's eager, I know everyone's eager. Right. I. But maybe to them, may, uh, I'm making this up now. Maybe to them, they want to release. And I'm, I'm sorry to say this. Maybe in their minds, they're trying to release the best product they can. Yeah, they say. Yeah, they say because because of what they've done in the past, they want to make sure the quality and the representation of their company is in this title before it's released. Is there anything wrong with that? No, no, yeah, no, there's not. Okay, I'm sure. Are there people disappointed? Yeah, I'm sure there is. Did you pre-order? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did because you're upset that it's got pushed back again. Right. But is there is there really going to be a version of the game that you're not going to be able to get when well, it comes out? This, no. This, so it doesn't matter when it comes out. You guys are going to be good anyway. This is another reason I say don't pre-order games. Like if 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 you're a person that's pre-ordering the game and you didn't get the collector's edition to get the statue or to get something, you should pre-order a game. And I'm not just talking about Cyberpunk. I'm talking about any game because if you pre-order a game before it launches, 
okay? You're giving them money before the product is done. And once they hit a certain amount of money, they kind of take their foot off the gas because they already know they already have the money for what it is. And by the time you invest enough money into the actual uh, into the actual game, it's already too late, right? You've already put enough hours in the game where you're not getting your money back, okay? So unless you're getting a statue, unless you're getting some collector's edition, you should probably never pre-order a game because then you wouldn't get disappointed if, if delays are happening and stuff on, on top of that, right? I'm okay with the delay from Cyberpunk because, again, they've never said anything or done anything to be manipulative or any way, shape, or form. Now, you look back at No Man's Sky, you look back at Anthem, you look back at all these things that they get delayed, they get delayed, and then when they come out, they're not finished, right? And that's what that's that, that, that bad taste in your mouth as a gamer. You're like, well, this is bullshit, right? And then you have to wait 18 months for it to be finished, right? You got to wait for them to fix it. We say it all the time on Generation X Gaming. If your game, do not, tell me a year. Tell me a year. It's coming out in 2021. Great. But don't tell me a date because you're just putting pressure on yourself, okay? And then if it doesn't happen, everyone's disappointed in the ap- a- aftermath because you're like, well, they said it was coming out in January, and now it's coming out in April, and now it's coming out in September, and everyone gets pissed off, and they don't really need to do that, right? They just tell us a year. It's coming out in 2021. When it's done, we'll let you know, right? And that's all they need to do. I don't know why they always tell us, it's coming out Tuesday, February 17th of 2023. It's like, oh, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. You put a date on it, you're not going to make it, right? I don't I don't personally care. I mean, a long time ago when a game came out, like you knew about a week ahead of time this game was coming out next week. Like that's how that's how it happened. Like the new Metal Gear game came out or the new Smash TV game came out or the new Street Fighter game's coming out. Oh, hey, by the way, Street Fighter is coming out in the fall and it's the summer. Like you, you already had like 2 months and you knew the game was coming out. No one no one put these grand aspirations of these these epic uh, trailers and videos and tell you a game's coming out and then tell you, oh, sorry, we're not coming out yet. Like, when it's done, it's done. Right. Like, I know you guys only have a certain amount of money. We know it's got to come out eventually. It's not like you can hold on to the game forever. Star Citizen. I, you know, it's not like you can hang on to the game forever. Right? The game's got to come out. you got to release the game. You, you, have to recoup the, you have to recoup the money. Right? Budgeting for video games is a very complex issue. Right? A lot of factors are there. A lot of factors. Right? There has to be somebody with a plan, how many people it's going to take, you know, how many years you need, what are we looking for, what type of game. There's, there's so many factors involved. But eventually, when the money starts running out, the only way you get more money all right, is by releasing the game and selling it. Right? That's it. Right? That's why publishers are evil. On top of that, right? Uh, where, where was I going to go with this? The <clears throat> CD Projekt Red, you're going to hear an article Mark my words about this, okay? Now, nothing really bad has happened, but the crunch that's happened with companies. And CD Projekt Red, they, they, had, they had a crunch for for uh, Witcher, and they got shit for it. You're going to see an article come out later on. Because remember, this was supposed to launch early this year. okay? Yeah, April, right? M- meaning they had crunch up until that point. Like two or three months before that, they had crunch, okay? Then they pushed it back from April to September. And now since then, they had crunch because they have to get it done. Right, and now it's getting pushed back another two months. I'm sure. I'm sure they've been crunching a year. There, there have right. been some negative stories. Right. There have been some negative stories from CD Projekt Red what they do to their employees. I'm sure, but we understand that they're all video game companies crunch. There's no, there's no white room somewhere with a right. bunch of Apple computers 
everyone's on Barco loungers and they're living in paradise making games. Like they all crunch. At some point, developers are crunching. We that's just how it goes. We do crunches. Now, how the severity of the crunch, right. I agree. Right. Evil on some level, depending on what they're doing to their people, but there's crunch. <clears throat> in the film industry, we also do crunch time, right? The crunch time happens periodically throughout the day. If we have a sunset, we have time because we have to get the shots in. We gotta, we'll skip lunch. We'll do a bunch of stuff, but they have to ask the crew to do that because of unions. Uh, other times we have to stay 14, 16 hours, 22 hours, sometimes over 24 hours to finish something because they don't want to pay the, the penalty after that. So it happens in a lot of industries. I'm sure it happens in other, other places. That's what overtime is crunch time. You know what I mean? So, Hopefully we don't see anything bad about this later in the future, but um, we'll, we'll see what happens once the game comes out, reviews come out, then you'll start seeing articles come out of people complaining, oh, 10 out of 10, crunch time from CD Projekt Red. You know, th those articles will surface uh, when it does. Just like any other time. Correct. Correct. Uh, someone wrote something in chat that I was, I was looking at, and then... Uh, oh, well, some people, when they pre-order games... Mind you, you can only pay five bucks, right? A GameStop takes like five dollars. Uh, others, you pay full price. Other people pay full price, but they don't charge a card until like a week before. There's a bunch of different situations. Overall, though, if you're just buying the standard edition and you're buying a digital edition, you don't need to pre-order a game because there's nothing to pre-order. You're going to get the game regardless. They're not going to run out of digital codes to give you. It's a digital game that you're just downloading from a server, right? So that's what it is about... about uh, about not pre-ordering. All right, so Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week uh, and rants along the way. Episode 221 is in the can. I do appreciate everyone coming out. We had some really nice viewership today of people coming in. Thank you very much for all the subs. Thanks very much for all the uh, for the follows. Uh, as always, you can listen to us and follow us. You can follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. You can follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. You can follow the show at Gen underscore X underscore Gaming on Twitter. You can find all our contact information if you go to 30andstillgaming.live. Uh, other than that, I appreciate you. If you're listening to the audio versions of this podcast, thank you very much. Make sure you please share, like, and subscribe on all those platforms. If you would like to help us out in any way, shape, or form, you can go to anchor.fm. As little as 99 cents a month, you can help us out there, or you can sub to this channel here as well. I do appreciate everyone coming out. This stream is not done, but the show will be done. The show's going to end, and then it goes to black for a second, and then it comes back, and we're going to be streaming some, probably some Destiny 2 tonight. I do appreciate everyone that came out and watching. Thank you very much, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Take care, guys. Thanks a lot. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.